Well, 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 ladies and gentlemen, how is everybody doing tonight? I hope everyone's doing just fine and dandy. I'm sure a lot of you guys are wondering what the heck is going on here with Mr. C today. Well, ladies and gentlemen, special night, special day, special night, special day. I think you probably got the gist of where this night's going to go based on uh, good old Miss Rogers. Senator Rogers, allow me to show some respect, ladies and gentlemen. I uh, hope everyone's doing well tonight. Uh, we are not bringing you our normally scheduled uh, C report tonight uh, for several reasons. And uh, I think the best reason of all tonight, ladies and gentlemen, is that uh, we got an election integrity rally happening tonight in Arizona, Glendale, Arizona, to be exact. For those of you who might know this, the um, area. And uh, well, we thought that we would share that with you guys tonight, as opposed to doing a standard C report, you know, as uh, as the <laughs> the sole owner and operator of this channel, I guess I uh, can make those uh, what we like to call executive decisions out there here and abouts. Uh, but nevertheless, we will have a C report coming at you guys very, very soon. And we already got three in the bag for the week, actually. We already have three C reports in the week. So today's Wednesday. We have three in, three in the bag for the week. So we're actually caught up. We're actually caught up. Uh, but uh, definitely wanted to share this with you guys tonight. As today, November 3, uh, as Steve Bannon would call it is the um, anniversary memorial. Let's call it the memorial, right? It is the memorial of election integrity. But may it serve to also be the resurrection of election integrity. And uh, to that end, guys, we're going to go ahead and we'll be covering tonight's election integrity rally happening in Arizona tonight. Oh my gosh, guys, what a day it has been. I have been up with the birds. I think I beat the sun today. Very, very long day. Very, very long day. Been up been up early. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, Aurelius Locke, what's up, sir? I see you over there in the chat. He says, what? You didn't consult me, you know? Sometimes when I get with my, uh, sometimes I forget to get with my, um, with my news director. I apologize, Mr. Locke. <laughs> my dear old news director, he sometimes, he's, he's like, I don't know what that Mr. C is going to do today. <laughs> but you got one more chance before you're off contract. You know, I can't be saying things like that early because then people are going to really think that uh, we're on contract. Oh, is it crackling? Jeez, Louise. Okay, give me a moment. Let me see if I can't adjust it real quick. If it's crackling, that could mean only one thing, that it's working, and at least it's not, uh, how you say, at least it's not giving me the good old, uh, the good old uh, deep voice. How did that do? Did that clear up the crackling by any chance? Yay, nay. If it didn't, it might keep crackling throughout the rest of the night. And I do apologize. I was actually having some technical difficulties getting my camera working earlier today. Well, just barely, actually, minutes before coming on, to be quite honest. Uh, but yeah, so uh, let me know how that works. Um, I, I can switch through a, diff a few different... Uh, let's try this one. X split. 
How does that sound? Does it sound any better? How is the sound of my voice? No. Uh, you guys let me know. I don't have my... Uh, I don't have my backups running right now. So, yes, yeah, so you're going to have a very casual Mr. C today. I had a very long day. Uh, I was out and about taking care of some family business. Um, I don't want to belabor you guys with the details. Maybe we can talk about it in the dark. But uh, some of you guys are aware about my uh, um, my sister's um, uh, eye surgery stuff going on. She had, she had the, what should be the final surgery. You know, they had to remove a uh, oil bubble from behind her iris or whatever that is, you know, to make the retina stay attached. So that's what was going on today. So I was up at 5 a.m., beat the sun to the horizon. And, uh, man, I tell you, by the time we got back, I was trying to get the report ready. And, uh, I was also in between phone calls cause I'm trying to get a guest on for this weekend. Um, I think we'll have him on, guys. I think we'll have him on. It's going to be a very, very, very interesting interview. Uh, and I might add also uh, that it will also be like, uh, unlike any conversation, it's deep and slow now. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Aurelius. It'll be like, it'll be unlike any other conversation that I've had here on the C Report. Okay. Or I should say on Mr. CTV. Uh, it, it'll be, it'll be akin to some conversations that I have had on other channels, you know, when, uh, I'm crossing streams with other content creators, but it will be very much unlike any other, um, conversation I've had before on my channel. And, um, very excited to do it now. Uh, the gentleman that I'll be bringing on hopefully this weekend, uh, we got some dates lined out and we'll confirm it for sure, probably by tomorrow. Uh, but for this weekend, I actually met while we were in, uh, I actually met while I was in Las Vegas. So yeah. And uh, well, we'll see how that goes. He is uh, actually handing out these booklets and actually I have, this is some other information I have in there. Actually, it's some of his other information. So you guys might have, uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of this. It's called Battlefield United States War or Peace Wake Up America, okay? And uh, he's giving these out for free. Now, this man in the space of like an hour to an hour and a half filled my head with so many interesting facts and knowledge, quite, quite honestly, uh, I was, I, I mean, I got chills several times while I was talking with this man, uh, and a whole lot of synchronicities and, you know, those types of vibes while I was talking with this man. But, uh, anyways, uh, this man who, uh, was most recently on the Clay Clark show, um, which is, um, uh, what is the name of his show? The name of his show eludes me right now. You guys know who Clay Clark is, I'm sure. But um, he was most recently on his show. Uh, Clay Clark said in all the years with all the interviews he's ever done, this was the most important interview he had ever done. Okay. This man, this book, and other information that he has to offer us, I think will be great it will be great for discussion, particularly amongst our um, 
amongst our community and our family of patriots and uh, those who are God-fearing and God-loving. It, it'll be a very, very, very interesting interview. I should say discussion. I should say discussion. Um, but uh, nevertheless, guys, so that's what I was, my afternoon was busy. My morning was busy. Uh, thank you, Aurelius, for the well wishes for my sister. I'm sure she'll heal up well. Uh, they took out the oil bubble. I think they put in a gas bubble that should disperse within a week. Uh, so, you know, I mean, and she's blind in one eye. So literally blind in both eyes coming out of that operation today. So I've had my hands full, not in a bad way. I, I, I do believe I have a servant's heart, but, uh, well, I, I guess you'd have to know me to know that. Anyways, thanks for coming in, guys. I, uh, I apologize. We don't have a C report proper, but we will be doing election integrity coverage. All the Thrive Time. Yes, it's, uh, I kept on wanting to say Thrive Nation, but I believe it's Thrive Time, uh, the Thrive Time show. You got it, sir. You got it, Aurelius. You got it. Okay. So I don't know when they're going to, they should be going live soon. Now, uh, I was scouring the interwebs to get this live, guys, like to be quite honest with you. And uh, it seems that it should be coming up on RSBN, uh, at least according to some sources. Now, if uh, you're looking at uh, the screen now, <laughs> you might see that word, Yunkin. <laughs> guys, Virginia. How many of you people out there were like, uh, I don't know, clenching your booties last night and crying in your pillows because you thought that the Dems were going to steal Virginia? Yeah, well, they didn't. Uh, that's not to say that they may not have tried, but uh, most definitely uh, they, 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 they attempted to steal New Jersey. Okay, New Jersey's the one, guys. Uh, you know, maybe Virginia was a diversion. Uh, yeah, there's a couple of theories behind that. Some people are kind of like, well, if we have, uh, Virginia and we have Mr. McAwful, who has absolutely no dancing skills, you know, throw himself up there as a sacrificial lamb. Yes, we got it, guys. Next up, one year anniversary of election integrity. Thank you, Jeebus. Uh, but as I was saying, all right, guys, stay tuned. We got it coming up. But uh, as I was saying, uh, as if McAwful was the sacrificial lamb, that could serve one of two purposes. One of those purposes, I think, would be rather shallow. It, it could be so the Democrats could say, see, there was no election in t uh, uh, fraud in 2020. Or, or, or why didn't we do it in uh, 2021? Well, duh, because everyone's watching you like a hawk. The other one, of course, would be to distract us all from uh, what's going on in New Jersey. Okay, now, you know, I'll be quite honest with you. I did not even look up what was happening in New Jersey before getting on the air. I know they had a county that was entirely red, flip blue a la 2020 mail-in ballot dumps, right? Didn't they say they, they dumped something like 47,000 ballots in the very northeastern pocket county of New Jersey, and all of a sudden it went to uh, it went to Murphy. But you know the Democrats, the liberals, the left-leaning liberals, I should say, and the progressive communists—they really need to protect New Jersey. They need to protect New Jersey, and they need to protect Phil Murphy, because after all, the man is a governor. 
you know he's a governor. He's right up there with uh, soon to be indicted Cuomo. Now he was already indicted, but you know he got charged, right? He got charged with forcefully groping or something like that. Uh, gruesome Newsome, mm-hmm. wretched Gretchen Whitmer, right? Who is the fifth one? Film. Oh, 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 I forget. I forget. Tom Wolf of Pennsylvania. Tom Wolf of Pennsylvania and his trans friend Rachel Levine, who pulled her mommy out, pulled her mommy out of the uh, hospital, nursing homes, so that this way she wouldn't get COVID when uh, Tom Wolf, Governor Wolf, decided to uh, pull. I mean, decided to uh, send all of the uh, COVID sick uh, patients back into the uh, nursing homes and rehabilitation centers, guys. So it looks like we got some uh, picture coming up here on the screen of the election integrity rally. Thank goodness, guys. (sighs) Thank goodness. Because let me tell you what, guys. I mean, like I said, I got home. (laughs) I tended to my family needs. I uh, made some phone calls. Um, scheduled some meetings, started working on today's show, and I was so beat, guys. I could just not concentrate. Um, so I'm I'm so glad that we have uh, the election integrity rally live feed. You know, even though I spent you know about a week and change in Las Vegas in Arizona time zone. <laughs> Yeah, I think I would get it straight, right? At 5 p.m. today, I was like, where's the rally stream? I need it. At 6 p.m., I was still looking for it. At 7 p.m., I was still looking for it. This is Texas time, of course. And uh, it just never dawns on me to look at time zones, right? (laughs) I can be so thick sometimes, guys. I can be so thick. I don't know who this guy is. He looks kind of thick. But anyways, uh, all right, guys. What is going on? Thank you for joining us. Uh, I haven't even given a proper introduction. In lieu of the C report today, you're getting a casual Mr. C. Don't even tell me I'm muted. Sir, is that a joke? <laughs> hey, someone give me a five by five out there, okay? <laughs> don't say that, Aurelius. I don't have any of my monitors up. Hold on. Because that means I've been talking for like at least almost a minute muted, and that's just not bueno. Or mic issues. Oh, Lord. Laws. Okay, hold on. Check check your battery, Mr. Aurelius Law. <laughs> check your battery. Hold on. Let me let me check my monitor here. I'm gonna turn my monitor on just to make sure I'm not muted. Yeah, I got sound, Aurelius. Check your batteries. Okay. Check your batteries. Okay. Now, as I was saying, <laughs> as I was saying, sir, uh, this guy's muted. That guy's me. I'm not muted. Thank you, Relanon. <laughs> Thank you, Relanon. Okay. Thank you, Victoria. Thank you, Skeeter Burke. Hey, WC Cranop is hanging out in the house. What's going on, my friend? Mr. Cranop, Mr. Crane Poppy. Glad to have you with us, sir. Welcome back. And uh, well, you were hanging out the last time we were on, on the air also. So, I mean, but welcome back either way. We miss we miss your presence, sir. And uh, and everyone else too. Let me see what who let me see who else is in the chat, and then I'll give the proper introduction. Okay, guy. <laughs> Because I haven't done that, but it's okay because they're still they're still yammering away over here. They must still be feeding the VIPs because uh, this is uh, this is actually this is actually in memorial of the loss of election integrity. Uh, might I say, hopefully it's a resurrection, right, for election integrity. This rally 
is in remembrance of November 3, 2020, guys. This rally is exactly, it was one year today. Like, can you believe it's been a year already? One year today, ladies and gentlemen, that we had our elections outright and obviously stolen. We had outright fraud working right in front of our very eyes by the biggest and most diverse group of election fraudsters. Whoops, I mean the thing that uh, fills my diapers when I'm talking to the Pope. And that's what this is all about, guys. That's what this is all about. It may also be kind of like a uh, kind of like a a campaign uh, stop for Carrie Lake and because uh, Carrie Lake's the one who's hosting this, guys. Ah, you know how I feel about Carrie Lake, guys. What is it about women of that age? <laughs> sorry, sorry. That's uh, that should be for the end dark. Okay, so let's see here. Who do we got in the chat? I'm going to say hello to the chat real quick, and then we'll do a proper introduction. We got Nat Handy, Nat Handy, Nat Handy, Handy in the house. What's going on, Nat Handy? How are you doing tonight? Great to see you. Railing on, we said hello. Good evening. Oh, here comes the people. The people are, they are filing in. All right. Look at that. It's, that auditorium is filling up, ladies and gentlemen. Filling up. Empress Beach to you. I don't hear any crackling, but your voice just changed to much lower. Ah, uh, well, hopefully it's a five by five. Nope, you are deep voice and crackling worse than the other setting you had. There we go, five by five. That was like a whole like 11 minutes ago. These comments came coming in. Uh, let's see here. Aurelius, WC Crane, Sean Joe. Good evening, Sean Joe. Thanks for gifting the cookie. Skeeter Burke, all smiles and hearts and a big old hello. Good to see you, Skeeter. I heard they seized 600 liters of adrenochrome yesterday. No sauce age link. Oh, I love it, Skeeterberg. Send me them sausage links. <laughs> Where did you hear that, though? I would definitely look that up. Uh, you know, I, I heard a no sauce story about... Uh, I heard a no sauce story about one Alec Baldwin and uh, the job that the uh, woman he shot was working on. It wouldn't surprise me. It would not surprise me if she was working on a film or documentary about sex trafficking and children. Let's see here. They need to protect post-birth abortion for their organ harvesting. Oh, yes. And that's what that's all about. That's what it's all about. <laughs> it is. It is quite literally. Victoria, good evening. Out of sync with video, but I can hear you. I'm out of sync. No, I'm in sync. Whiskey Blue, what's going on, sir? Good evening. Big Stand Patriot, five by five. And thank you. Oh, big, big stand. Big Island Patriot. I should have said Big Island Patriot, right? Big Island Patriot. Welcome back. I was like, I knew that name looked familiar. Uh, it probably would have been familiar if I pronounced it right <laughs> or read it right, I should say. Big Island Patriot. No, just kidding. Welcome into the chat. Good to see you again. Victoria, thank you for gifting the can. Um, and uh, always nice to stay refreshed. Raven 2000. Good evening, Mr. C. New Jersey showed 100% in and we won. But then they changed it. Yes. Yes. Uh, it's kind of where I left off, Raven 2000. That is kind of where I left off. Uh, we won. I, I mean, I was, I was actually quite surprised to see Chatterelli up in the the percentages even though even though 
it was a very, very, it was like what, uh, uh, 50.49% to 49.51%, even though it was some ridiculously close number like that. I was still very, 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 very surprised that um, Chatterelli beat out Murphy. And then, of course, they did their ballot drop, guys. They did a ballot drop. They did a ballot drop in the northeasternmost county in New Jersey. You know, if I had a tub that big, <laughs> if I had a tub that big, I would not complain about cleaning it. Anyways, okay. Uh, as I was saying, sorry, this commercial totally distracted me. Um, but uh, as I was saying, the northeasternmost county of New Jersey, they flipped it blue, okay, with a ballot drop, guys. It's going to be investigated. It's going to be inspected. It's going to be audited, guys. I bet you money, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be, it's going to be, um, going to be investigated. Skeeterberg says, a little birdie told me about the adrenochrome. Well, you know, um, I think it's pretty cool that you have those snow white gifts and abilities, Skeeterberg. She can talk to the birdies, probably the squirrels and the raccoons <laughs> and the deer. Man, I wish I had those abilities, Skeeterberg. Oh. Good evening, 123SKG. How are you doing tonight? 123SKG says, um, Mr. C, I didn't think you were on. I got a notice you were canceling. Oh, you got the notice. Well, we did cancel the C report for tonight. But you know, guys, I can't stay away. Uh, I was just so brain dead and wired out, like, pff, like uh, not that kind of wired. <laughs> I was just like, uh, I probably could have put a good C report together had I been that kind of wired, but um, <clears throat> I, I basically was just, I, I can't. And then, uh, yes, most definitely we had, um, we had uh, this election integrity rally. So I figured let's share it. We're supposed to have Carrie Lake, Wendy Rogers. Uh, let me see who else we got coming up tonight. Uh, President Trump is also supposed to probably drop a video appearance tonight at this rally. We have a whole host of other individuals who will be um, participating in this rally. Again, this is this is in memory of the uh, November 3 election fraud. Let's see. We'll have appearances or videos uh, by um, Mark Fincham, candidate for Arizona Secretary of State. Liz Harris, who performed the canvas that was really the, uh, the uh, fertile soil that uh, kept uh, the uh, whole election integrity thing growing. It was the solid foundation that gave it legs. Arizona State Senator Wendy Rogers, Sonny Borelli, Senator Borelli will also be in the House. Christina Bob will also be in the House. Mike Lindell, uh, Congressman Paul Gosar, and State Senator Leo Biasucci. So uh, we can look forward to hearing from the likes of all of them tonight. During this election integrity rally, it gives me a moment to kind of uh, rewire my brain and get myself together. And uh, I was like, I'm not going on in a suit and tie tonight. <laughs> oh, my goodness. My body is just so worn out right now. It's not even funny. Um, let's see what we got going on here also in the chat. But thanks for coming by, though. One, two, three, SKG. Thank you all for coming by. I'm actually... Uh, 
quite happy to be here. I almost didn't make it, guys. I almost did not make it, but uh, here I am. Aureli Slock says, Brad CGZ had his New Jersey election fraud video featured on the Gateway Pundit. Ah, cool. Oh, so, huh. Very cool. Very cool indeed. Uh, I've got the articles pulled. Oh, ho, ho, ho. I've got the articles pulled, guys, but I don't, I have not seen that one in particular. I'll, I'll check it out before long. Let me, uh, let me adjust my video sound, my audio sound real quick. So this way, cause we got, uh, we got that great Carrie Lake video on the screen right now where she's being interviewed by CNN, the communist news network. And she's so, uh, graciously and professionally, but, uh, irreputably handed it to Trisha Takanawa. <laughs> let me see if I can't get this live real quick. Fraud. Of course we've all been, ah, it's just the man talking. Never mind. Never mind, guys. It's just the man talking. You know, I know plenty of people who live in Arizona. I expect to see them there. Okay. I expect to see them there like I expect to see people at the polls. Ah. Oh, you know, I don't know. That's a kind of that's a kind of uh empty audience, guys. I mean, it is a Wednesday night, right? In Arizona. Hmm. And uh, I was hoping to see more people. I was definitely hoping to see more people. Mm -mm 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 -mm. You know that the Communist News Network, you know Trisha Taknawa, she's uh, talking to uh, Carrie Lake right now on the screen. Uh, you know she's going to be like, and I went to the election integrity rally where they continued the big lie in Arizona. And there was nobody there. Let's see who's on the stage real quick. Someone's talking. Pause for a second to see if the program starting. And uh, I was tapped um, for the audit to do some backgrounds on most of the original group. <laughs> was my slang for you all. <laughs> so, or OGs. So, I just wanted to thank you all for coming. I know it was a little bit confusing, but really the last week of the audit, everyone just wanted to be able to talk when the NDA was up. I was also the NDA audit police. So, <laughs> so I didn't want everyone to get together and I never suggested it during the audit. So first of all, thank you all for what you did for putting your lives on hold, for your families putting your lives on hold for this great state and for our Republic. And really thank you to Carrie's team and Carrie Lake for having all of you guys here and honoring you for the amazing job you did. So, all right, I'm a woman, a few words. Okay, that's that's what's up, guys. That is what up. I was like, okay, it's Glendale, Arizona. It's not Phoenix. It's, you know, a little suburb of Phoenix. It's a Wednesday night. Uh, I guess uh, Trisha Takanawa is going to be like, you don't care about election integrity. Ah, it's Wendy Rogers. <laughs> but this, actually, the people in the audience right now, those are the audit volunteers, guys. And actually, this rally is about honoring them. Okay, and also remembering what happened 
and Wednesday uh, and Wednesday uh, on November 3rd, 2020. Uh, let's see what this uh, guy's talking about with uh, Wendy Rogers. Dude, why you got to comb your hair forward like that? Just, you know, hold it back. All right, here we go. As a uh, state senator, and uh, I represent four counties that are not Maricopa County. So that night was a little different for me. But yes, I went to bed thinking that the president had been reelected and he wasn't. And uh, have since been wanting to get to the very bottom of the truth of 2020 before we go back into session in January to enact fixes uh, to all of the broken mechanisms that allow the kind of thing to happen where right now, for example, in New Jersey, they've essentially stolen it. And uh, but for three areas of Virginia, they would have stolen it. I mean, we had Chesterfield County, Virginia Beach and the rest of rural mm -hmm. Virginia that turned out overwhelmingly for Yonkin, which then offset the fraud in Fairfax. You know, we said this earlier, if you look at Biden supposedly won uh, New Jersey by 16 points, but boy, you know, you look at that, that, that what happened yesterday, how can either Biden voters radically went the other way or Biden never got 16 point lead over Trump in the 2020 election and perhaps Trump won that state? Absolutely. I think Trump won a lot more states than what we think and states that were red that went for Trump would have gone far more for Trump but for the uh, urban uh, cheating especially, and I know Liz Harris will talk about this, the canvas, the pre-cheating, not probably since uh, 20, 30 years ago have we had a free and fair election because of the cooking of the books that has been so rampant for so many years. Isn't it amazing how this election, 2020 election, I've always said this as well, in a way it's good that it happened. And I'm gonna, let me clarify that, that we, that we, it revealed so much fraud and what's going on that it opened our eyes to all of this. Now we've got to overcome it obviously, but I'm kind of glad it happened in a way. And think about this guys, and I want to get your take on that Senator. If, if it would have been Trump running, let's just say Mitt Romney, that squish would have just walked away. He wouldn't have fought anything and we would have never discovered just how much cheating went on in the election. Absolutely. Um, all of us are fighting for election integrity. It's the number one hot button issue across the country. I've driven my uh, very old car uh, to many states the past uh, few months during our off season away from the legislature to encourage other states to do audits. In fact, I have the so-called audit 50 states letter that I think nearly 200 of my colleagues from around the country, state senators, state representatives who have signed uh, wanting audits in their states. And if corruption is found, then they would ostensibly uh, recall their electors because people need to understand that the U.S. Constitution specifically endows us, the state legislatures, to oversee the U.S. presidential election because the founders were very wise and they knew that we, the state legislators, were closest to the people. When you think about election integrity in the state of Arizona, people think about you. I mean, you got Mark Fincham, you got yourself. You guys are really, you're you're out there fighting for it. And um, some groups don't think you're doing enough. And I just want them to kind of go away. I don't know how much more that they want you to do. And you know what I'm talking about. I don't want to call anybody out, but it seems like what more would you want if there wasn't if it wasn't for you and Mark Fincham and some others? Then who the hell's doing it? 
Well, it's funny you should say that because we're doing it more quickly than 49 other states. And also, we're not in session. And the other little uh, linchpin is the fact that we only have a one-vote majority. So if two years ago, when I began to run for state Senate, if you had said, Wendy, uh, you have a situation now where you will end up being a one-vote majority in the chamber of the state legislature of the state that will determine the truth of 2020, I could never have imagined. You would have never imagined that. You would have never imagined you're stepped in the roles that you have right now. Uh, none of us would, because we saw all the accomplishments from President Trump. I mean, we we were on the campaign trail. We saw the rallies. We saw the mass crowds. We saw Biden had three people in a hula hoop, and they were all. We thought this thing was all but over, and we woke up on November third, and it wasn't. And so, we just we we love you, and we love what you're doing because you really put yourself out there. And there's a lot of think about this for a second, folks. Uh, think how much criticism that you get for loving Trump. Imagine the criticism that she gets for not only loving Trump, but also going against the swamp and the corrupt machine that the leftists that are trying to silence all of us. I mean, you're taking bullets every day. Well, I don't give up. It took me a few times to get elected. I'm a mother. I'm a grandmother. Our six grandkids know that their uh, pokey little grandma from Flagstaff doesn't give up. And there's something you can do as an individual if you haven't done it already. Go to my website, wendyrogers.org. Wendy, like the hamburgers, W-E-N-D-Y. Rogers, like Mr. Rogers, .org, wendyrogers.org. And on the landing page in the upper right corner is a link. I want you to click on that link and sign to decertify the 2020 presidential election. You will be joining 1.2 million signers who agree as Americans that we have to decertify this election of 2020 of president. Can you tease a few words that you're going to talk about tonight? I mean, obviously, uh, you don't have to go into great detail, but can you give us a little tease of what you might be talking about? Absolutely. Elections have consequences. Stolen elections have far worse consequences. And this is what we're fighting every day. Let's comment on Youngkin. I mean, he shocked the world yesterday. And I think that was the beginning of, I hate to say the red wave, because I don't, I think that's overused. But I think America is waking up, especially the independents, the moderate Democrats to say, wait a minute, I might not have loved Trump, and I may not identify with conservatives, but I don't like the way this country is going. And so could this be just a, a the next wave, say, I think I said it, didn't want to say it, of, of, of just conservatives taking over some of these states that have not gone our way traditionally? Well, I think that uh, Young can probably won it by more than just a razor-thin margin, honestly. I think the cheating is still rampant. I think the longer it lasts, the more cheating that occurs. I mean, why can't we count votes on time? We've done it for hundreds of years. And so uh, I think what you're saying is also true that people are waking up. But I think, again, these states where the left tries to tell you they're turning purple, they're not turning purple. Arizona is not purple. It's the cheating that has accumulated year after year where you have more voters uh, than you do citizens of a state. And you have uh, uh, cheating with, with uh, dead voters and illegal immigrant voters and um, extra names being added in all the time. This is something we absolutely have to clean up.
And I'll say this, I live in Texas, and they say, was Texas going purple? I'm like, you got to get out of here on that. No, no way. it's not. You, you need to understand that we are the plan. Yeah. It is up to us to fix this. We have been complacent. We've been asleep at the switch so that all of this death by a thousand cuts uh, was able to occur. Yeah. Let's talk about Carrie Lake real quickly. She's got huge support in this state. I mean, he, she's really, I mean, you follow on social media. She's all over the state, meeting with business owners, church, civic groups, parents in their, in their, you know, in their living rooms, talking to them. Her campaign, so they I mean, say, was well, early. We know that. I'm like, but man, she, if here. the election was held no, today, no, I think she's your not. governor. You, you need to understand what? that. We Lake has is up to fight. us to fix She this. has we fight have. in her. And there are so few of us who fight. And just two nights ago, I'm I'm in my home in Flagstaff at 1130 at night, and she and I are texting on a very important issue. She works tirelessly. She's got a squared away marriage, squared away kids. I've met them. I do too. I've been married 43 years. There are very few of us professional women with wonderful husbands and kids who support us, who want to put themselves out there at the leading edge and fight. One of the greatest fighters we have in our modern time, Wendy Rogers. Once again, website for people to go and sign up uh, for that uh, and just get more information on what you're doing. Yes, wendyrogers.org, remember, .org. And follow me on all the platforms. Uh, Telegram is where I drop my truth bombs. Of I'm course, still right? I'm, I'm still on uh, Facebook and Twitter inexplicably, but uh, until they kick me off, I'm everywhere. Yeah, they must they must love you. Well, thank you so much for what you're doing. Thank you so God bless. I just I absolutely love what you're a big fan of yours. Wendy Rogers, so blessed to have her uh, with us on this pre-show. Uh, as we're coming up, if you're just now joining us, we are live here in Glendale. Okay, so I'm officially jealous of the <laughs> He must live in Denial, Texas. Look at that five head. <laughs> hey, I could say that, guys. I try not to get physical. <laughs> I can't help myself. Uh, Anyways, guys, Wendy Rogers made a lot of good points in that interview, guys. She made a lot, uh, aside from as... Uh, Aside from, as Raven said, uh, um, that uh, Wendy Rogers has uh, common sense just coming out of her ears, uh, you know, we have here also, she's saying what? We're, we're out of session. We only have a one seat majority. Uh, <laughs> what else did she say? Uh, she, <laughs> they're out of session <laughs> i'm just like and yet they're still able to have mo moved this entire forensic audit through quicker than anyone has done um in, in this entire time that uh 49 states are still sitting with their thumbs you know where you know what i mean 49 states still sitting with their thumbs you know where and so uh it's just crazy guys it's crazy that arizona can pull this off <laughs> Arizona, Arizona can pull this off, but uh, that was still a pretty good interview, and I, I'm I'm officially jealous that uh, he he got to give her a hug. I just stammered like you know I was a four year old uh, I don't know <laughs> short busser oh with a, a very very bad speech impediment. Uh, but anyways, I could not talk, could not ask her my question. 
It was embarrassing, guys. Okay, so anyways. All right. I'm just like, are we going to see this guy talking the whole time? Or are we actually going to get to see the rally? You know what I mean? Like, hey, Texas, why don't you start talking about how... Um, <laughs> Why don't you start talking about how uh, Texas isn't having a real forensic audit? Hmm? Hmm? Why don't you start talking about that? Why don't you start talking about how they're not even doing a canvas in this forensic audit they're supposedly having in the state of Texas? Texas. All right. Let's see who's coming up on stage. I uh, wanted to say real quick also, 123SKG, thank you for gifting the phone. I'm glad to be here. Glad you are here as well, as well as all of you all. Ooh, hanging out. There we go. That's the audience I'm looking for. Okay, just making sure nothing important's coming up. That's the audience I'm looking for. That's the audience. It's getting better. Oh, ho, ho, ho. come on. Okay, like <laughs> it's okay. He's got to do his. He's got to do his duty. His duty, duty. <laughs> while uh, while he waits for speakers to come, I hope we didn't miss Carrie Lake. No, just kidding. I don't know who that was talking earlier, but uh, yeah, I was starstruck, Skeeter Burke. I was so starstruck. Imagine Wendy Rogers, Mark Fincham, Sonny Borelli, Adam B. Adam, the Biasucci guy. I couldn't even. I can't even remember his first name. He's a very handsome man. Okay. <laughs> And I was just like, ah, 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 I'm from Texas. That's, the, I could not even get that out of my mouth. No, that wasn't actually where I stammered. I stammered on um, uh, the portion where I was uh, telling her about the, uh, the uh, audit all 50 and how only one Texas rep, and by rep, I mean both representative and senator, only one of the two houses has actually signed on for that audit. And you would think Texas, as big as they are, on being all about whatever they fooled us into believing that they're about, that Texas would have had, like, I don't know, 20 of them sign on. Not but one, ladies and gentlemen. And so the bamboozling of Texans continue. Uh, 123SKG says, the photo of Michelle O with the beard is distracting. <laughs> Uh, you should have seen what else I was going to put up there. Let me see. Today's kind of one of those days, right? I can, I can be a little bit silly with you guys, right? Uh, let's see here. What Do I still have that photo up there? There was another photo I thought about putting up there instead. How about this one, guys? Would you like to see my be right back? Did I change it? Let me see if I have my be right back in here. Hold on. <laughs> You can hear me laughing, but I am laughing so hard right now. Okay, let's get back to <laughs> Okay, that's my I'll be right back. That's uh that's what I like to call a conversation piece, okay? <laughs> uh Skeeter Burke, Stephen Toth, T-O-T-H. Some people say Toth, some people say Toth. I used to say Toth. No, I used to say Toth. And then uh, I heard a prominent, I don't know, talking head say Toth. So I was like, oh, it's Toth. And then so in Arizona, I, I mean, in uh, in uh, Nevada, I was like, I was like Toth. And uh, Wendy Rogers was like Stephen Toth. And I was like, I knew I had it right. 
Okay, guys. Okay. So, uh, good stuff there. Good stuff there. Um, yes, I was starstruck. Very starstruck. Uh, let's see what else is going on in the chat as we're moving right along. Yes, Big Island Patriot. I'm so silly. <laughs> I did get to speak with Big Island Patriot. Um, if anyone would like to see that conversation, it is posted here on the foxhole.app and pill.net. Super friendly, super nice. Uh, super friendly, super nice. Very, I, just the positive vibes I got off of uh, Big Island Patriot. It was amazing. Had a little conversation. I'm still working on the compilation video of the Nevada event over there at the uh, Forgotten Country Patriot Double Down. Still putting it together. I got a lot of little footages. In fact, in fact, I still got a lot of footage I need to, uh, I need to acquire. I, I almost forgot all about it. I've been so busy the last few days, but uh, let's not, uh, let's not uh, get to, oh, people are standing up. Who do you think's coming? Who do you think's coming? In just a moment, I'll lead you in a... Is this better? I don't make my living with these. In a moment, I'm going to lead you in a prayer for tonight. But just before I do, I want to welcome you all to Glendale Dream City Church. Thankfully, there's still a church that's anti-fragile and unwoke. We're serving our community every day. We have a K-12 through school here that's also anti-fragile and unwoke. Spread the word. Truly, we're delighted to have you here tonight to honor you. And um, as you know, friends, we are headed into the storm of all storms. Indeed, this storm is upon us, but Christ is our rudder. In the words of Ronald Reagan, the evil is powerless if the good are unafraid. In our country today, too many are happy to go with the flow, avoiding hard choices Many would rather live on their knees with a mask on than die on their feet. That's not me, and I know it's not you. I believe it was Alexander Hamilton that said, any nation that prefers disgrace to danger is prepared for a master and deserves one. Let it never be said of this generation, at such a time as this, that those that had the most to lose did the least. Please bow your heads for prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, in Jeremiah 29, 12, your word assures us that when we call upon you, you will listen. With such assurance that you will hear this prayer, we place the state of Arizona and the whole United States of America at your feet. Knowing that our great country and its constitution were authored by your Holy Spirit, moving in and upon men who answered your call to stand for Christ and pay the full price of freedom. While our generations have strayed from the principles and practices of your constitutional covenant, based upon your word, we now pray and agree tonight to stand and appeal to you. It is you, almighty God, that we, your people, cry out 
and confidence to revive, to renew, to restore this state and our country. Bring us back to your righteous and sovereign rule. Your word declares in Exodus 15:3, the Lord is a warrior. And tonight we call upon our warrior Lord to raise us up as brave and warring men and women to pray and intercede and stand strong for liberty, for justice, and freedom for all in our country, in our state, and in our nation. Recognizing freedom isn't defined by what we like, but what we ought. And what and that is the freedom I pray for you tonight. Freedom from sin, freedom from our weakness, freedom from the slavery that sins makes of all of us. And this is the freedom worth dying for. Send your spirit, we pray, throughout the land of America and touch the hearts of those who are called by your name to courageously stand up in Christ against this godless culture. Bring conviction to the hearts of those that are destroying our moral foundations and pulverizing our pillars of principles. Turn their hearts to you. My fellow Christian warriors, set yourselves apart from this corrupt generation. Be saints. We weren't made to fit in. We weren't born. To, we were born to stand out, to stand up, stand strong, with the Holy Spirit as our shield and Christ as our sword. In unison, we repent of the transgressions of this nation, and because of your great mercy, we embrace your everlasting promise that if we, your people, called by your name, will humble ourselves, pray seek your face, and turn from our wicked ways. We know you will hear from heaven, forgive our sin, heal our land, and return us to you in righteousness and truth. Finally, we pray with the authority you have given us tonight. We decree and declare your kingdom come on earth, your will be done on earth in Arizona, in America, as it is in heaven. We pray this in the strong, powerful name of your Son, Jesus Christ. And all the people said, Amen. Let's go, Brandon. Wow, what an absolute great prayer that was, right? And what a great opportunity to be a part of this right here. I tell you what, uh, my name is Josh Scott. Uh, I'm going to do a little just, just, just easy country version of the greatest song ever in the world, and uh, all the people that have been taking a knee to this song here in the past, boy, I hope that changes, and I'm such honored to be here tonight, and just uh, to be a part of anything that Carrie Lake got's going on, uh, I feel pretty good about, it, and I'm glad you guys do too, so let's remove our hats, and let's sing the best song ever in the world. And oh, see, can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hear at the twilight's last gleam whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous part all oh, the ramparts we watched were so gallantly and the rockets red glare, the bombs bursting in air, gave proof through the night 
that our flag was stealing. Oh, see the sad star spangled banner yet wave. Oh, the land, land of the free, and the Thank y'all. Play ball. Hi, folks. I'm Senator Sonny Borelli from Legislative District 5. And Leo Diasucci, your state rep for District 5. You know, we would love to have been there with you today, but we're off. As you see this, we will be actually up in Colorado City. Uh, we have to visit our constituents up there. Our, our district goes all the way from Yuma, from, excuse me, from Utah almost down to Yuma. So uh, this is what we're doing. We're always on the road. You know, right after the election in November, Mark Fitch and Leo and myself, we got together and we said, something is not right here. I said this back in 2018, something's not right, but we all got criticized when we questioned those results. And we said, not this time, but thank God, all of you, all of you, we got thousands of emails every day and we knew something was wrong. We had to take a serious look at it. Without your support, uh, we wouldn't be where we're at today with the full audit that the Senate uh, accomplished and, and we're getting obviously more results in from that but um, we just want you to know that we, we thank you for your fight we're going to continue fighting from our end uh, we'll never stop until uh, we get the full answers and make sure that our elections are free and fair thank you for standing behind us because we could have not gotten this thing started and we could have not had a follow through without all of your support what you all did, all the volunteers did on uh, during the audit was phenomenal. Over 1,500 volunteers, 100,000 man hours of work, counting every ballot piece of paper, every bubble. That was just a tremendous amount of work, and I thank you for your dedication. Stay vigilant. Stay strong. Um, we're going to make sure that we save this country, and it starts with our elections. So thank you all so much. And, you know, and then when they're shooting at you, it means you're a threat. And so you know what? They're scared to death of all of you because they know darn well we're getting closer and closer to the truth every day. It's about staying power, stay focused, stay vigilant, stay motivated, stay strong. And you know what? Uh, let's give the Italian salute to Joe Biden. Let's go, Brandon. Fugazi. Also with us are Arizona's gubernatorial candidates, Matt Salmon. Hi, Matt. Carrie Lake. Whoa. Whoa. This could be a big night for you. Thank you very much, Karen. Good job. And I no longer want to do this job anymore. I'm ready to rise up and do something about it. With the conservative in it, it always has a negative slant, and people are on to it. Do you guys have any viewers left? I've had enough.
and I think you have too. The next governor of the state of Arizona, Carrie Lake. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. Hello. Thank you. Wow. Thank you so much. I love you too. And I am in a house of the Lord and a house with heroes in it tonight. Thank you so much for being here. Wow. I just want to take this in for a second. This is so exciting. I got to thank Josh. That was a beautiful, beautiful rendition of our, our national anthem. Thank you, Josh. And Atwood, great a prayer for us. And Sonny and Leo, I love the Italian salute. That was perfect. I'm going to start doing that. <laughs> Actually, I probably shouldn't do that here. Sorry. Didn't mean to do that. I'm so excited tonight. I, I haven't been watching sports lately because I like to watch sports when people are excited about this country. So I have to admit, I haven't been watching sports lately, but last night felt like the Super Bowl when that red wave hit Virginia. Woo! Glenn Youngkin is gonna be the new governor of Virginia. And that's just the beginning of a tsunami that's coming their way. The left doesn't know what's coming. I always say there is the pendulum. It's coming back and it's coming back as a wrecking ball. And we saw it last night. What we learned is that America is rejecting socialism. And Americans are rejecting this push toward full on communism. So I am encouraged, and we've got a full year, and I'm encouraged about what's going to be happening this year. So thank you all for being here. I'm so pleased that you're here tonight. And this is the one-year anniversary of that very bad election call heard around the world. Whew, that was a doozy. We've been through a lot this year, right? You could say, you could say it was torture. You could look at the silver lining and say, it's been a year of growth, right? I guess, maybe. Transformation. We have a transformation afoot right now, and a nation is waking up to the corruption in all levels of our government. We see it very clearly now, and now we see how bad it is in our election. Our elections are completely corrupt. Now, I, I thank God that I was able to escape the corrupt news. One year ago tonight... It was actually almost exactly one year ago at this moment. I was at my old job, and the election was called for Biden. And I spoke out against that call live on the air several times that night. I couldn't believe what I was hearing in my ear. I couldn't believe what I was seeing on Fox. We all knew that was a rotten call. Each and every one of us knew it and stunk to high heaven. 
and it still stinks. So take a look from that night. Guys, I've been watching the numbers, and we've gotten so few additional votes since that first bunch, that first batch came in. I am seeing ever so slightly Biden's numbers come down ever so slightly. Trump's going up. Who knows where it goes? The problem with calling this when you still have 900,000, possibly upwards of a million votes out there, is you get it. Voters get it in their mind. They go to bed that one person won, the other one didn't. And then if they wake up tomorrow or two days later and it flips... There's distrust in the system. The people who feel like their candidate maybe was robbed because at one point they were told the candidate won and now the votes are counted and the candidate didn't. It's just yeah. with, well, we with are the taking, kind of powder keg situation we're in, it's kind of a dangerous we're thing. We're taking our cues from Fox, the mothership. That's kind of what we do. So right now they've called it for, uh, for Joe Biden. So there's really not... You know, we can speculate, but we just have to go with yeah. what they've told us so far. And it could well, change. But interestingly, of course it could. The numbers, the numbers down in the corner showing the uh, electoral college are coming from the AP, and they haven't called it. So it's like yeah. all, so many different outlets are calling it or aren't calling it. We shall see when the votes are counted. Mm. I don't like the mothership. <laughs> we shall see how this whole saga ends, and I have faith that it ends on the side of the truth. How about you? You know, I plan to walk away from my TV career and just kind of go off and lead a private life and maybe golf a little bit, spend more time with my family. But God said, Carrie, I've got some different plans for you, girl. And he tends to do that sometimes. So here I am running for governor of the great state of Arizona. And on... And I'm so thrilled that that will be the last time I ever call an election or work an election for the corrupt media. In one year, in just about one year and a a few days, the media is going to be covering us. And I am looking forward. I cannot wait until my former colleagues are forced to call the Arizona governor race for Carrie Lake. We'll see what the mothership says then. You know what? Yeah, beam me up. Exactly. Okay. uh, COVID was used, we know now, to steal an election. It's really despicable. And And November 3rd, we witnessed that steal go down. It went down in towns and cities all across America. But here in Maricopa County, we were truly at ground zero. This was the scene of the crime. We all took a gut punch that day. Remember how that felt that night? I mean, remember how we were sitting there going, what the, what the heck just happened? I, I thought I was hearing things. I had to clean my ears out. Did, am I seeing things? Did that just happen? Well, it didn't happen, but we were told it happened. But it felt horrible, didn't it? November 4th, we stood up and we fought back. And we haven't stopped. And we won't stop. And that is when some patriotic Arizonans started the most brave, important push to get to the bottom of what the heck went down.
They ignited a movement that started here and is spread across the state and across the entire country. And tonight we're celebrating that movement. Tonight we're gonna hear from everyday citizens who stood up and said, oh, hell no, that's not going down on my watch. And I'm looking at some of them right here. They stood up. We're gonna hear from lawmakers who stood up to the cancel culture, who stood up to the haters, who stood up to the activists in the media. We've got some of them back there. And we're gonna hear from a true journalist who did the right thing and continues to. And we have a few other surprises that I won't tell you about right now. So that movement began, and some of you might not even realize this, it began with a very small protest that next day after the election. We all woke up and it was like, was that a bad dream? Did that really happen? And these people started a small rally. And those rallies continued every single night until Arizona lawmakers finally took action. It started with just a few people. And by the end of the night, it grew to hundreds of people. And within four months, it grew to 20,000 people. It's amazing. 20,000 people. And I wish I could have had every one of them here tonight to thank them and give them a hug and tell them I appreciate what they're doing. I was actually told from uh, somebody who was there those first nights about how it went on night after night. People still showed up. And it was Thanksgiving rolled around. And think back what you were doing on Thanksgiving. Maybe you were fighting with family over politics or not talking to family. Anyway, they were uh, working together. They had a potluck. They brought turkey. They brought food. They brought warm tea, brought jackets with others. And they sacrificed that family time because they care so much. So right now, I want to introduce you to Shelby Bush and Steve Robinson. They planned these two legends. These two legends. These two legends planned that first rally. And then I want to bring up Josh Barnett. He's been there since the very beginning. He's... And he's keeping things rolling. This guy is helping getting all of these, uh, the, uh, uh, all of the audits going. Does everybody have a mic? All of the audits going around other states. And he's doing some amazing things. So I want to thank you all for being here, guys. I'm sitting on a stage with some heroes right now. I'm going to start with Shelby because we talk, we've known each other for a while now. Take us back to that first night. You felt despondent like everybody else. And tell us how you started that first rally how amazing it was, and then tell us how the media covered it. So on election day, on November 3rd, we worked the polls. So we went to the different polling centers and we were handing out literature. And we started seeing all the funny business and people leaving the polls feeling discouraged. And they started reporting to us about the Sharpies and the different things that were happening. And so later we had our election party, we all got together and we started watching the numbers and the way they would go up and down and fluctuate and they were calling races and then they were changing their mind and they were reneging on the, the calls and everything just felt wrong and we knew it. And we were getting calls over and over and over again over the next 24 hours and I think it was probably about four o'clock on November 4th and Steve and I get Josh on the phone and we're like, 
we need to gather. It's time. So we all got on the phone. We called our friends. Some of our other friends called their friends. And I think there were about 50 or 100 of us that showed up at the Capitol with, um, with just the intent of letting them know we're not happy. Something's wrong. Please do something. And long story short, the, the temperatures got real heated and people were getting more and more angry. And so uh, Congressman Gozar had, had come to stand with us. Josh had called him and asked him to come. And, um, and he prayed. And, and he prayed for some peace and some internal comfort. And people were just still really mad. And it was a righteous anger. And so we decided we were going to go to the MC Tech where they were counting the ballots and make sure that they knew that our vote mattered too and that they were going to count our vote. And um, so we literally marched all the way down to the MC Tech building and Paul Gozar, bless his heart, walked the entire distance. It was amazing. And we got there and there was probably, what, 75, 100 people. And the media started reporting that we had arrived and they were, they were saying that uh, a very hostile group of Trump supporters were trying to break into the MC Tech building. And then uh, we asked if Paul Gozar, if, if Congressman Gozar could go in and, and just see what was happening so he could report back to us. And they said no. So we started chanting, let him in, let him in. And then the media started, started reporting. We're watching them report this. They're screaming to let them in. They're ready to burst through the doors. And, and, and it's getting violent down here. And and uh, so, so then at that point, uh, Adele says, you know, we should pray. And, and so everybody started praying. And as we're praying, we're getting down on our knees. And the news is saying, this hostile crowd, we don't know what's happening. We don't know what they're plotting and planning. But for some reason, they're getting on their knees. And we don't understand why. And <laughs> it's like, we're praying. Hello, people. Um, and then it just progressively, progressively got more and more intense, and it almost became a game, right? We started watching the media watch us, and, and it was like we're living in an alternate reality. That's called spin, heavy spin. <laughs> uh, uh, tell us really quick, uh, Steve, you know, how long did it take, and what, what happened, and how long did it take for the lawmakers in Arizona to finally say, we're going to do something? It was actually fairly quick. We were... I, I would say within a week, we were talking to Karen Fan and Sonny Borelli and, and some other people like that. And, and uh, you know, at first, at first, understandably, they believed their colleagues and they, they trusted the, the, the rest of the people that, you know, were elected into office to do what's right. And so I don't think they realized exactly what was happening at first. But they kind of got a sense, too, watching the elections, just like we all did. It's like, hey, come on, there's some funny business going on here. And a lot of things started to come out, stories of what people saw. And, and Josh, I know I've talked to you in the past. A lot of the, our lawmakers didn't know the power they had. No, I, I think most of them didn't know. This is an unprecedented thing Understandably, they believe. And, uh, you know, one thing we pointed out was... Uh, the state constitution, Article 7, Section 7, says only legal votes shall be counted. And, and that's one thing we always point out. You can't guarantee us, the people, 
that only legal votes are counted with all the shenanigans that happen. And Josh is amazing. He got the ball rolling legally. That's all we want, legal votes counted. That's all we want, really. So tell us really quickly, because I know you're working so hard to help get the audit going in other states. Where does that stand? And then tell people where they can go to get help, because you're helping people who want to stop these COVID mandates that are forcing people out of their jobs. Well, um, I guess the newest news, he's probably going to kill me for saying this, but uh, Representative um, uh, Rantham up in Wisconsin is actually drafting um, uh, a proposal or a piece of uh, legislation to decertify Wisconsin based on um, statutes that have been broken up there. And more than likely tomorrow, they're going to drop it. Repeat that. Tomorrow, they're, they're going gonna, gonna to probably be dropping this tomorrow. And uh, I, I read through it today, and they asked for my opinion on a few things, and I expressed my opinion on just one little thing. But uh, he's, um, you know, he's seen enough. You know, we saw the sheriff in Racine County, all the stuff he pointed out. Just that alone should decertify that election. Wow. That, that's big news. That's big news. Very big news. Okay. Josh is going to continue working. Everyone on this stage is working tirelessly. Thank you so much. And Josh is running for U.S. Congress in District 6. So we got a good guy here. Thank you, Shelby, Steve, and Josh. I appreciate it. Okay, so these guys are a few of the pioneers of the movement. They don't look like pioneers, do they? I always think of them with the long dresses on. Thank you so much, guys. Okay, somebody else who was up there, and they mentioned it, from that very first day is one of my personal heroes and also has given me his endorsement. One of the greatest congressmen this country has ever known, Congressman Paul Gosar. Take a look. Hello, this is Arizona Congressman Paul Gosar. One year ago, people became concerned that the election process in Arizona had been corrupted. We were receiving reports of strange occurrences of mail-in ballots and election requirements being ignored. Reports of ballot harvesting flourished. In an effort to look into these concerns and to preserve a fair election process, the people gathered at the state capitol. They walked to the election headquarters. I was there. There was no name for this back then. It was just thousands of people who knew that fraud cannot be accepted for any election. We asked for one thing, an independent and transparent audit. The Arizona Senate listened and conducted that audit, and the people's worst fears were confirmed. The Arizona Senate is to be commended for its truth-finding mission. There were material and serious breaches of election integrity and to a degree that is 15 to 20 times the margin of victory for Mr. Biden. Now the case sits with the Arizona Attorney General who has opened a criminal investigation into the discovered fraud, its comprehensive extent, and to hold those responsible for this breach of trust in our election process. This would not have happened without you, we the people. Thank you all for supporting the truth. Amazing. I love that guy. Thank you, Congressman Gosar, for being a champion of the people. Again, thank you for endorsing our campaign. We are honored to have your endorsement. We all know the 2020 election was a debacle. We know the establishment allowed the election to be stolen. And we know the establishment then certified a stolen election. Governor Ducey should call a special session tomorrow. Not only to free us from these COVID mandates, but while they're there, they can shore up our election laws 
and they can take back our 11 electoral votes. Because here in Arizona, we do not reward lawlessness. All over the country, people are trying to get answers, and perhaps no other patriot in this country has worked harder to investigate and given up more and lost more personally than Mike Lindell. Hello, Arizona. Wow, you guys are heroes. You are amazing, and you have been such a big part of getting, saving our country. And I want to bring you back to a year ago when I was on November 4th, when I woke up with hardly any sleep. And I'm going, okay, what just happened? Well, the state I looked at the most was Arizona. All week long, I'm going, how long can it take to count 2% of the votes? Something's going on. Why did Fox call it early? Shame on you, Fox. And I'm going, this was such a deviation because I'm going, Donald Trump, I've seen what was left to be counted. You could tell from other elections. Donald Trump would breeze by it by tens of thousands of votes. So that was a big part of me going, you know what? This is something terrible that's happened. There's been uh, there's been one of the biggest crimes ever committed, and I was all in. Well, when I got to be when it got to be January, it was January 9th when I got the piece of evidence that showed it was a massive cyber attack through these machines. I felt alone until I hear about Arizona. Everyone was calling me from Arizona. All you all you guys on the ground, everybody out there. And it was like having, I felt, I didn't feel alone anymore. I felt like, hey, we're all in this. And you guys never gave up in spite of the obstruction, starting with your own governor, the horrible governor, Doug Ducey, who made a decision to call the state good when they were reading the evidence. I sent Doug a text said, lose my number, Doug. Shame on you, Doug Ducey. It's, he's disgusting. What we were learning from all this, that we need to elect politicians that have the people's back, like Kerry Lake. I'll tell you what, I've only endorsed two people. She's one of them. She'll be the best governor this country's ever had. And I'll tell you what, right now where we're at is we are in a great place, everybody. With, all, with everything going on right now, what we have is I'm bringing our, the case I've told you all about to the Supreme Court on November 23rd, two days before Thanksgiving. The attorney generals were trying to get them all on board to bring this case forward. And we need your attorney general in Arizona. He should be the first one to sign. We haven't met with him yet, but if you do know him, get to him, say, hey, it's coming soon. We need to get him to sign this also. Very important to our country. This is a, this is huge. And on, we're going to run on Frank's speech from Wednesday night at midnight to Sunday night at midnight. So when you're sitting around that Thanksgiving table, you can tune in and say, hey, you need to see this. Arizona is going to be front and center featured like a timeline of Arizona. Everything that happened from November 3rd all the way to present in your state. It'll be one of the five states we're going to feature, and, and so everybody will be tuned in for that. But then when we get that, whether the Supreme Court accepts it or not, we don't know, but we've got a big plan after that we're going to show you on Thanksgiving. But I'll tell you what, all of you out there, you guys are, I, I just want to, I can't thank you enough for making me feel that, I've, that uh, we have a great chance to, uh, to get our country back and in short order. So God bless you all, and thanks. Oh, love that guy. Thank you, Mike. Thank you so much. Mike wasn't alone. We were all in this together, and it just is a movement that's growing. But there's another woman out there who thought, what the heck happened? 
she had heard a report about dead people voting and she is a realtor and thought, I wonder if dead people are voting here in Arizona. So she decided to look into that and she found out, yes, they are, but she found out some other disturbing things. Please welcome Liz Harris. Test. Yes. Hello, Arizona. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. From the bottom of my heart, from the bottom of my heart, I want to thank every single one of you who either worked at the audit or in the really cool temperature or who went out into the streets of Arizona in 110, 115 degrees to knock on doors and to ask people not who they voted for, but what method they used to vote. And guess what? We found out three major things. Number one, the voter registration rolls are jacked. I don't know another word, but the voter registration rolls are messed up. And for any of you who canvassed, you know this, but then they ask, what did the person vote? Who cares if someone's on the voter rolls if they didn't vote? Well, guess what? We found that those people did vote in many situations. This one hot off the press. This is a case from today. So you are the first group hearing about this. Okay, so this woman, she said, I got five ballots at my house. I was supposed to get zero because I'm not on Pebble. I'm not on the permanent early voting list and neither is my husband and we got five. Okay, well, we did our research and guess what? Yes, she got a ballot, her husband got a ballot and three other people got ballots. She stated, I have lived in this house for 12 years. Nobody else, 12 years. So those three people that do not reside there who got ballots, did they vote in 2020? Okay, now this is, you're going to think um, like, no, they didn't vote in 2020, but guess what? They voted from that address in 2016. This problem that we have in voting is not unique to 2020, and I know that you know that. They just really ramped it up in 2020, and they practiced on us in 2018, 2016, 2014, and who knows how far this goes back. Okay, number two role, or number two issue is data manipulation. There is a reason they are not giving those log files over. The data manipulation, we are seeing people put on permanent early voting list. They never asked to be on it. We're seeing name changes. We're seeing middle names come on, middle names come off. It is, there's so much manipulation. And the only way to triangulate how it's happening is to get those splunk logs and to get those routers. And I really hope that um, the, the current special master is doing a bang up job because if he doesn't, he's gonna be hearing from us because this is what the canvassers need to finish proving out the case. The third thing that's huge is um, the mail-in ballot. Okay, you ready for this? I brought this just for you. You guys are the first people seeing this unless you've been to my office. These here are ballots that were mailed to deceased people. God rest their souls. Okay, well, you might say, well, did they die on November 2nd, 2020? No, all of these ballots 
are to people who died prior to 2010. Okay? Now, the reason I'm telling you this is because the voting laws need to change. And I love the mail-in ballot, but I don't love the mail-in ballot if it means my vote is being canceled. So in the legislation, what my from the canvassing research that we have done, I am stating it is unfortunate, but until we get this figured out, we have to limit the mail-in ballot to the people it was designed for, the military, the disabled, and the ER doctors, where's my cord, <laughs> and any profession who can't be there because they're either out of state or they, they literally, they have to be there to serve people. Otherwise, I need people to go local, vote at their precincts. The precincts, this is a big one, the precincts need to be reduced to a thousand registered voters or less. Why? Thank you. Why? Because if I go in to vote and I see 20 people that don't belong there, it's going to be a lot easier to identify them out of a thousand people than out of what our lovely elected officials are saying the precinct size should be, which is 5,000. They came up with them. So a lot of our precincts, if we don't get really active and vocal now, they're taking our precincts that are between 2,000 and 4,500, and they're just going to make them larger. Okay, so reducing the precinct size. Then the next thing is we have to have strong voter ID. When someone shows up to those polls, you have to make sure that the, the voter ID matches, no question asked. I don't know about all this utility bill stuff. If people can't take um, personal responsibility and update their address on their driver's license, then I'm just gonna ask, should they be voting? Voting is something you have to take personal responsibility, period, end of story. Okay, and the other reason for the smaller precincts is because when I talk about data manipulation, it's real. At what level it's happening, I have not proved out, but it is real. And so when you have the smaller precincts, if you have 1,000 registered voters, you have 70, 80% turnout, that's seven to 800 ballots that need to be counted at, at the precinct level, you can easily do a hand count, and instead of paying the machine companies, pay the people of Arizona, give them $20 an hour, because our vote is sacred. And then this is the most amazing part. If we do local precinct voting. We can videograph it so that every, you know, so that we know all the ballots are there and people aren't inserting things and deleting things, meaning ballots. Um, if we do it at the local level, we could have all results called in by 9 p.m. and everything basically, you know, uh, added, you know, you know, added by midnight. And then guess what? We will know the winner on election day. Okay, and I'm also proposing election day, not election week, not election month, not election football season. And the reason I'm proposing that is because the longer you make the election period, the more chance for the insertion and deletion of ballots because it's happening. It's very real. 
And then when you wake up the next day, Carrie mentioned that this, the, the next day when you wake up, you'll have the same winner as on election day. Now, isn't that a novel idea? So we, I, I still need help. As far as I'm concerned, our audit in Arizona, we're just, we're, we're just beginning. I mean, we, we've had tons of work done, but we need to finish proving it out because half the country still doesn't believe us. Half the country still thinks we're bat crazy. Um, and, and it's a problem. And I, we really need to let them know that they, the media, the mainstream media needs to stop debunking Liz Harris that elected officials in Arizona need to get with the program, that people that we know and trust when they say that, I don't know what the word extrapolation means, I think they need to, you know, they need to look at what the word extrapolation means because, <laughs> because every survey that's done is extrapolated. They don't survey every single person. Our sample size on the work that we did in July and August. Now, I'm not even talking about what we did in December 2020 till present, but just the two months, July and August, we visited over 11,000 registered voters and we spoke with people representing slightly under 5,000 registered voters. So now you tell the me word extrapolation 5,000 sample size is not significantly significant then I don't know what is. So the way you can help is if you, and if you want a copy of the Arizona canvassing report, it's canvas50, that's C-A-N-V-A-S-S 50.org. And you can get, you basically, it's an electronic canvas. It just asks the method that you use to vote because what we're finding, and this is gonna alarm a lot of you, we found in the canvas that people who told us that they voted in person on election day with a, a recordation of them having mailed in a ballot. So which vote counted? Probably the mail-in ballot. And I'm sure, I just got more stort cases today where people are coming forward and saying, I showed up at the poll and I was told I already voted. Some of them were given provisional ballots, as others weren't. There wasn't even consistency. So I wanna just encourage you to help us. We're still putting this all together. I feel like we're doing the work of our elected officials and the AG, but we're gonna make it so pretty for them that they can't come out and debunk, 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 because I'm getting a little tired of the word debunk. Thank you, Arizona, and may Arizona be the first domino to fall. Thank you. Thank you so much, Liz. Wow. You know, I when, when we put this on, I said, I want people to leave this rally. It's an informative rally with the information they need to go out there and spread the word because we got to do it. The fake media is not going to do it. They're lying about this. They're debunking everything. And we need to debunk them because they are the conspiracy theorists. So Liz... From the bottom of my heart and everybody else, thank you so much for the work you did. We got a lot of we got a lot of tough 
tough broads in Arizona, don't we? We go from one tough broad to another. I, I want to welcome one of the toughest women to ever serve Arizona. She is a true fighter, Senator Wendy Rogers. Test, test. Test, test. So first of all, thank you for that warm welcome. I'm going to take a selfie to show the left all of you are here. Let's go, Brandon. Carrie Lake is a fighter. We need fighters. And so the other night she was texting me at midnight and I was in my home in Flagstaff and I said, Madam future governor, what would you like me to wear? I said, do you want me to wear my flight jacket or my business attire? She said, you wear that flight jacket. But for such a time as this, if you had said to me two years ago, Wendy Rogers, you're this pokey grandma from Flagstaff running for state Senate. And oh, by the way, in two years, Arizona will be in the limelight. Arizona and the state Senate of Arizona will have a one vote majority and will figure most prominently in getting to the bottom of the truth of 2020. And I would have looked at you and said, I can't even imagine that scenario. But here we are. And it's because the United States Constitution has endowed state legislatures with the plenary power to oversee the US presidential election. And weren't our founders wise in doing that? And I don't even represent Maricopa County. I represent four other counties. Yet Maricopa County audited 2.1 million ballots. And the hearing to receive information to then decide to do that occurred before I even got sworn in. And so I was there, I watched Liz testify, and I was there on the front row, and I began to understand that this is an important juncture in our history. And we are on a very precarious precipice, edge right now. And this comes down to just and hasn't it been this way in our history? It comes down to a few. How many crossed the Delaware with George Washington? 2,400. Who saved Gettysburg on the third day of the three-day battle? 
little mousy professor from Maine, Joshua Chamberlain. My ancestors fought for Maine. I'm a fifth generation career officer. Our son was the sixth generation to serve. Our son was born at the Air Force Academy and then became a Marine officer. I said, son, why the Marines and not the Air Force? And he said, because the Air Force is too soft. <laughs> well, his mom is not soft. And this mother wants Attorney General Brnovich to do perp walks and arrest those who have shamed us. Our son was born at the Air Force Academy. Well, and when you have three human beings, visual imagery of three human beings Attorney who General sat in Burnaby. front of computers and deleted information, knowing that the subpoenas were coming. They are criminals, and they have stolen my vote. And so I traveled a little bit of the country this summer. One reporter said I was jet-setting around the country. Those of you who know me know that my car sitting outside has almost 400,000 miles on it. And that is what my husband and I drove. But there is a palpable desire for truth from 2020 before we move on to 2022. And we barely won Virginia, didn't we? Barely. Around the country. Because of Chesterfield County and Virginia Beach and rural Virginia, which overperformed for Republicans to offset the fraud and corruption that was attempted in Fairfax County. For truth. And now we're losing 2020. New Jersey. Before we move. The RNC should be sending attorneys to New Jersey yesterday. It is not New Jersey that should be calling the RNC and then getting voicemail. Did not anyone learn from Arizona? Did they not learn that it's been death by a thousand cuts? Well, they better care, because I'm going to make them care. So much blood and treasure have been spilled for so many years. Yet it is on us. It is we who've been asleep at the switch. It is we who are the plan. And if ever there was a time for us to coalesce together and experience a revival, 
across this country. It is now. So there are two things, three things I want you to do because I'm a woman of action. Number one, if you can still go to my website, wendyrogers.org, Wendy, like the hamburgers, Rogers, like Mr. Rogers.org, and sign in the upper right corner to decertify the presidential election of 2020. You will be joining 1.2 million Americans who have done that. And if you have relatives in other states and here also in Arizona who know state representatives and state senators who still must sign my Audit 50 States letter, you need to send their names to me, to team at wendyrogers.org, and I'll tell you why. Because every state needs to be audited. Every county that had the machines needs to be audited. And right now, that letter has almost 200 state representatives and, and here state senators who Arizona. have signed it, who want to see audits in their states, who know and if there is corruption, they want to recall their electors. I must sign my audit 50 states so I get names every day from other states of state representatives and state senators who want to sign my letter. And then lastly, here in Arizona, and I know Carrie supports me a thousand percent on this, if you know of monkey business that happened in your county, get affidavits and report it to the sheriff the sheriff. I gave an event in Gila County, one of my four counties, a few weeks ago. Had a constituent walk up to me and say, Senator Rogers, I got multiple ballots. This is in Gila County, which went for Trump. And then there was a county official in the conversation, and I looked at him and I said, you need to talk to him, and you need to get the data on that infraction. And he looked at me like, well, that's not my job. I said, you and I work for them. I don't work for the state senate. I don't work for the governor. I don't work for lobbyists. Ask them. They send me checks, and I send them back. I work for you. I work for my district, and I'll tell you, Flagstaff and Sedona and Williams and the hard scrabble voters of Payson and Heber Overgaard and Snowflake Taylor and Roosevelt Lake and Tonto Basin and the four C's, Cottonwood, Cornville, Clarkdale, Camp Verde. I represent them. And you know what they tell me? You better get down to Phoenix and fix that. So thank you for being here. Thank you for Sedona, supporting 
Carrie Link. We need fighters. We need all of you. God bless America. USA! USA! If everything was done pristinely, there shouldn't be a problem. You should want it to say, let show really what the true numbers were and, 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 and dispel any, any misconceptions. You would want that. But it's telling to me to say, I don't want to know. And I want to know, why don't you want to know? Shauna. I am a homeschooling mother of five, and I was an observer at the Maricopa audit. I was part of the observer group. If you ever saw the videos, we were the ones in orange shirts. I started the first day, and I worked up until yesterday. I came in as an observer. We were just there basically as quality control to make sure everything was running smoothly in the way that it was supposed to run. Just oversee and watch for any anomalies, anything that was repetitious, anything that was out of the ordinary. People from every different occupation, all walks of life were there wanting to help and work and find out the truth for their country. My question was more about the integrity of the election. I just, I had to find out the truth. I had to find out if we could trust our election system. Maricopa County election failed to control the election. They failed to do their job to make sure that 22 months, all of these documents were saved. They got rid of them. Why did they do that? Well, they did that because it overwrote the log files. I would watch the ballots go by and there were Odd patterns. I question the patterns of repeats that I saw. That is an anomaly that was repeated over multiple days. Seven of those ballots are for Biden, one for Trump, seven for Biden, one for Trump, seven for Biden, one for Trump. That clearly doesn't, that's not statistically possible. If I had a box of all Bidens and I didn't want to look like I had an all box of all Bidens, wouldn't I just like and stick some in. We reported the patterns of the ballots, and um, of course we reported all of this to uh, the leads, but not quite sure if it actually got uh, into the report. The physical recount of the physical ballots pretty much aligned with what they claim. What they didn't tell you is behind the scenes, there were 17,000 plus duplicate mail-in ballots. The audit has revealed that possibly well over 60,000 of these counted ballots are illegal ballots. And without further investigation, we do not know whether a ballot is legal or illegal.
and that must be determined. And the, the staggering difference in these numbers is way more than enough to alter and change every aspect of the outcome of this election. We've had something very unique in this country and that we have freedom and that we get to decide who our president is, who our vice president is, who our elected officials are. We get to choose. Your vote is your single most important right on earth here in the United States. And to have that stolen from you is, mm, I'm just bringing you to tears. Um, excuse me. It's the most important thing. <clears throat> the most important thing that we could do. Let me see a show of hands of everybody who volunteered on the forensic audit. Can we give some light on these heroes? Wow. Thank you. You guys are heroes. You are heroes. I'm so sorry that the fake snooze and the swampy politicians were maligning you. They were wrong. And you will go down in the history books as some of the heroes in this country. So thank you. And, and let me see, Jeff Zink right over here. Raise your hand, Jeff. Stand up. Jeff Zink was down there every day, and now he is a candidate, and he's running for Congress in District 7. Thank you, Jeff. And while we have the lights up, a personal friend of mine, we become friends. Jim Lehman, stand up. This man is running for Senate. He has helped so many causes, so many causes. He puts his money where his mouth is. He actually donated money to help secure the site and secure the folks down there, to secure all of you down there at the forensic audit, because we know a lot of crazy people were trying to stop it. So thank you, Jim. You're so generous. And he's got a big heart. We are in a country right now where liberal activists have taken over the media. Some of them are back there in the back of the room. And I'm actually in awe when I see a good, true journalist. There's so few of them. They're doing the work to uncover the corruption. They're covering current events with honesty. There's a few of them out there. Christina Bob is one of them. She, yes. She covered the forensic audit tirelessly. Her network offered to be the pool camera so that the whole world could watch every single second of what was going down at that audit. And trust me, the world was watching. When I quietly went to the audit, I just wanted to go inspect and see how things were working. I'm a candidate. I wanted to see. I kind of snuck in there and looked around. It took all of 10 minutes for somebody to spot me in those cameras and alert social media that I was down at the audit site. So people were watching, and I was okay with that. I was the only candidate for governor in Arizona 
who toured the audit site while the audit was going on. Now, because the fake news is lying, is lying about this audit, lying about our election, we have to go out and do their work. We have to go out and tell the truth. So we need some facts. All of I want you to leave here tonight to me in those armed cameras with facts. And, and to give you those facts, the honest journalist who I adore, OAN's Christina Bopp. hear me okay how does it feel to be the most persistent state in the united states you are the media tried to bury you they called arizona for joe biden and hoped you would just roll over and that they could steamroll over you and you said not so fast we're not done i don't think for a second that they thought a year after that day that they called it that we would still be here saying that wasn't true they wanted you to believe that this was the most secure election in U.S. history. It wasn't. They lied and you called them out on it and you stuck with it and you continued to be persistent. And it's because of you that other states are following suit. We just this week, or excuse me, just last week. Yeah, give it up for you guys. You guys are leading the nation. <laughs> Just last week, Racine County in Wisconsin, the sheriff was the first law enforcement agency in the country to say there was fraud in 2020. That announcement came out. They had the pathway to do that, and they had the support to do that because of Arizona. Arizona held the line all of 2021, and you demanded an audit. You are a rowdy bunch of crazy patriots who showed up at your legislature's home. <laughs> You showed up at their homes, you marched in the streets, you said, we want an audit, and you did not stop until they gave it to you. And what did your audit find? First and foremost, the most important thing is criminal activity took place in Arizona's election, without a doubt. We know that uh, databases were deleted, files were missing from the election management system, we know the chain of custody was broken, we know ballots were missing from boxes, records were not kept in accordance with the legal proceedings here in Arizona. Crimes happened. 23,000 duplicate votes, meaning the same person voted twice. That's more than double the margin of victory in Arizona. 9,041 more ballots were returned by a voter than the record of them actually being received. Where did those votes come from? They just appeared out of nowhere. The official results record does not match the record of who voted. Everything should match. It should, it should align on either side. Who voted? How many votes do you have? They should all tally. None of it matches across any, uh, any spectrum. The Maricopa County's certified results do not actually match the results that were certified by the state. 12,772 ballots were received by Maricopa County from voters who no longer live in Maricopa County. 5,295 voters voted in multiple counties. Duplicate ballots were missing the required serial number 
and they could have been duplicated multiple times. So the, the actual duplicate ballots, when a ballot is damaged and needs to be duplicated in order to be counted, the, the legal duplicate ballots, they need to have serial numbers on them so you can track them and know, know the, the original, original ballot. They did not have them. So you have no idea how many times those ballots were duplicated. 284,412 ballot images were missing from the scanned ballot images. 284,000. We don't know where they are. The county lacked basic security. They issued the same username and password to everybody to use to access the machines that were connected to the internet and were accessible through hacking or anybody that had the generic password that they gave out to everyone. Crimes took place. And worst of all, your elected officials from Maricopa County, your Republican elected officials from Maricopa County denied you access to all of the information. They denied Arizona voters the truth. They denied them the opportunity to see what happened in the Splunk logs and the passwords to the, the administrative passwords to the machines. They obscured, they obscured the truth and gave you no transparency into your election. We are a nation of laws. We like laws. We like law and order. We don't always like being held accountable, but we like it when our elected officials are held accountable and they have not been held accountable. The people of Arizona expect their leaders to follow the law. Attorney General Brnovich was hired for, was, was elected for the responsibility of enforcing the laws in Arizona. So to Attorney General Brnovich, I say, the nation is watching, the world is watching, but more importantly, the people of Arizona are watching. We the are people who elected you. And we expect Attorney General Brnovich to do a real investigation and issue real arrest warrants and issue real subpoenas and do a real job. And lastly, I'll address the Arizona State Legislature, some we've heard from tonight. Some of you are warriors. Well, some of you are Arizona absolute warriors. Are and I have really enjoyed getting to know you over the last year as you've, you've fought and you've raised your voices and you've made your voices known and you have represented the people who elected you to do the job. And I'm thankful for you. <laughs> I am thankful for the warriors in your Senate and in your house. To your quieter colleagues, I say find your voice. What good is an elected seat if you can't summon the courage to do your job? You were all elected for a purpose, and that purpose was to represent the people of Arizona, and they have made their voices loud. And we need you to do what you were elected to do, what we all know needs to happen, and you need to decertify the 2020 election. Thank you. What, what, we got dead air. We got dead air. What is going on here? Hello. Hello. Hi, this is State Representative Mark oh. Fincham, candidate Fincham! for Secretary of State in the 2022 election. And, and yes, yes, I am the candidate that President Donald Trump has endorsed for that office. President Trump expressed his full faith and confidence in my skills and the ability to get the work done, mainly because I stood up and asked questions on November 30th. 
very much like what you have done. And I applaud you. I'm sorry that I can't be with you this evening to show my appreciation and applaud you for the work that you have done in the Maricopa County audit. It's important for you to be recognized because as we look at elections, they belong to the people. They don't belong to any special office, like the governor or the Speaker of the House, President of the Senate, the legislature. They belong to the people. They belong to you. And as such, you also have a, res a responsibility to watch over the watchers, the people who are supposed to be watching the election. Now, with every election, we give consent to begin. applaud you for the work that you What goes along with that is our right to scrutinize and to audit and to examine. It's our right to hold government accountable. And that is what you have done with the work that you have done as professionals but volunteers. The fact that you went through months of work to try and get a handle on what went wrong if something went wrong with the Maricopa County election. For that, you have my undying respect. I applaud you for everything that you've done. And we have candidates like myself. Um, Carrie Lake is another one. Individuals who are committed to election integrity, because at the end of the day, when all is said and done, if we do not know for sure that our elections are indeed safe and secure, we no longer have a republic. So the work that you have done is incredibly important. It's important because you have demonstrated to the world, quite frankly, that people care about their elections. They care about the results. They care about knowing that the people they have placed in office truly deserve to be in office. So with that, I hope you will accept my congratulations and my deep appreciation for the work that you've done and all that you have added to the electoral history books, because people will look at this as a history-defining moment. You have set a bar that all other states will have to exceed for them to be counted as legitimate elections and, and to go into the idea that when we audit, there are certain things that we will not equivocate on. So thank you very much for your time. Again, congratulations. Have a great time at your event. All right. Holy cow. Are you guys having fun out there? What were you guys chanting? I, I missed, I heard something back there. I didn't. Oh, yeah, that. So I'm just going to real quick, we're running behind. I wanted to just, you guys are probably wondering, who the hell is this Josh Scott dude up on stage with Liz Harris, Wendy Rogers, and Carrie Lake? He's like, who, who's this redneck up here with these guys? Well, first of all, what an honor to be up here with these powerful women of Arizona and Josh and, and all the people, man, that are, I was driving a dump truck a year ago and, and I quit my job to attack my dream in country music. And uh, I won iHeartRadio song of the year a few months ago. And I reached out to Carrie's team and I just said, Carrie, if there's any way I could be, a, I reached out to Brandy Barclay, which knows Carrie. And I just said, you know, Carrie, if there's any way, yeah, let's go, Brandon. If there's any way I can be a small part anytime of what you're doing, I would love to. And she came to one of my concerts. Uh, we talked, her and her, her and her husband talked. Uh, we had a couple beers. I love Carrie Lake. I absolutely love Carrie Lake. So when I won the song of the year, I thought all this great stuff's going to come with it. And it did. I Heart Music Awards, right? Sing your song live on national TV in Las Vegas in front of 2 million people if you get vaccinated. I chose not to get vaccinated. Arizona Cardinals, which I love my football team. 
Hey, why don't you sing the national anthem at an Arizona Cardinals game? Hey, I'd love to, but you got to get vaccinated. I said, no, I'm not getting vaccinated. So it all led to tonight. And I tell you what, singing the national anthem for a Cary Lake event beats the shit out of singing the national anthem at an Arizona Cardinals game. So I know everybody's scared and everybody's worried about what's going on in the world today, just like I am. I coach my daughter's high school basketball team. We worry about our children. We worry about how we're going to take care of them. Gas prices, the border, everything. So I'm scared just like you guys are. But I tell you what, we got somebody who's coming to protect us. Her name's Carrie Lake. Let's get our governor up here one more time. Carrie Lake. Thank you, Josh. This guy. We need more Joshes in this world. That one too. You guys, thank you so much for being here tonight. I hope that we're going to walk out of here armed with what we need to tell the world the truth. Because it's going to start with us. And you tell one person, they tell somebody, and pretty soon everyone's getting the news. I want to thank Liz, Christina, Bob, Wendy Rogers, all of the people who joined us tonight. Sonny and Mike, or Sonny and Leo and Mark and Congressman Gosar. And we have had so many great messages here. I learned something, and I've been following this. I learned a lot tonight. These people are true patriots, and you are patriots as well. So I'm honored to call you friends and them friends. But I also have another friend, a friend of mine who's about this tall, beautiful gold hair, who couldn't be here tonight, but he wanted to speak directly to you patriots. I think you all know who I'm talking about. He's the guy who saved this country once, and he's going to come back and save it again. Who wants to hear from President Donald Trump? I want to thank all of the great patriots in Arizona for the amazing job you did on the forensic audit report, finding all of the things you found, all of the fraud, all of the irregularities in the 2020 presidential election. It's just incredible. And when they came out with the report, and for those people that studied that report, they couldn't even believe how things went. It was a very sad day for our country. It was a sad election. It, so many things are taking place because of it that are so bad. You look at what's going on with the border, which, by the way, Kerry Lake, who is running for governor, as you know, will straighten out. But you look at the border, you look at the economy, you look at inflation, you look at the withdrawal in, in Afghanistan, which was so pathetic, so bad. It was really not even a withdrawal. It was a surrender to people that didn't even have weapons and giving $85 billion, losing 13 great soldiers and many so badly injured. And hundreds of people were killed also during that so-called withdrawal. I think there's never been a lower point in the history of our country. But the forensic report in Arizona and all the incredible work and the time you spent and the resources on getting to the bottom of it. And then just the other day, another report was issued, which in many cases was even stronger. And it shows the kind of fraud and irregularities that took place. So I just want to thank all of you. That was just an incredible job. 
but it continues. And it will also continue in the form of a terrific patriot, a terrific person, a person that I've given a complete and total endorsement to, and that's Carrie Lake. She's running for governor. You have right now a governor who didn't do the job. He doesn't have a clue as far as I'm concerned. He wanted to go to every one of my rallies, and he wanted to sit up front, and he wanted me to introduce him, and all of those things. And we had rallies like nobody's ever seen before in Arizona. Uh, we won Arizona by a lot. It was a fraudulent election. It was a rigged election. But I tell you what, Carrie Lake is going to straighten things out. She's respected. She's really an incredible talent, and she will win. She'll win the nomination. She has my support. She's going to win the nomination, and then she's going to go on and easily beat, if it's going to be Katie Hobbs or whoever they choose, it wouldn't matter. Katie Hobbs was terrible, and she was terrible for your state. All your state wanted in that respect was an honest, straight election, and she wasn't willing to do that. And you know what? Carrie Lake will do a job on everything, borders and everything else. So uh, I just want to thank you all. I want to pay my highest regards and respects to Carrie Lake. And go get him, Carrie. Thank you all. Thank you, President Trump. That was great. I didn't ask him to say any of that, but I'm glad he did. So thank you, President Trump. He's right. We will go get him. We will go get him and we will fight. All we wanted was an honest election, right? I mean, we want one vote per legal voter. We want it counted. How hard can it be, right? And ask any Trump supporter that. They wanted him to win, but they wanted him to win the right way, legally. We would be appalled if President Trump won the way that Brandon, I mean, Biden won, right? President Trump is endorsing us because he knows that we refuse to turn a blind eye to this election of 2020. We are not going to sweep this one under the rug. I want to see perp walks just like Wendy does. I mean, I'm sorry to say it. I would love to see people in handcuffs. And I want a long perp walk that we can all watch him walk. We need to lock these people up. Lock them up. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, you know what it's called? Justice. And we want it. Because we've got the good guys on our side. I've got President Donald Trump's endorsement. General Michael Flynn has endorsed me. You guys know the former director of national intelligence, the guy who declassified the deep state, Rick Grinnell. There you go. He's on our side. Mike Lindell. And Congressman Paul Gosar. We've got the America First Patriots on our side. We are the good guys. And today, I just actually got another endorsement. I'm so excited. I haven't told anybody. Actually, two people know, my husband and one staff member. You guys want to hear? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. He is the sage of South Central. The great Larry Elder has endorsed me. Yeah. 
And he's not endorsing anyone else. So I'm so honored to have patriots like you on my side, like them on my side, because we've got a movement going on here in Arizona, unlike anything that's ever been seen before. We've got a movement that the political types, and I'm not a politician, they tell us this is really huge, what they're seeing here, this movement. Momentum, they call it. Nothing has been seen like this in Arizona. It's a grassroots campaign, the fastest campaign in the state to get all of the petition signatures we need to get on the ballot. Three weeks it took us. That's it. These other guys, it takes them nine months to get their signatures. And sometimes they don't even get it, right? Sometimes they don't even get them. We have more volunteers than any other campaign in the entire country right now. I think we have some of them here. If you're volunteering for my team, stand up. I want to see you. What happened, Curry Lake? Curry, where did you go, Curry? I mean, they might be live. This was supposed to end at about 10. It was supposed to end at 9.30. Well, that would be 9.30 uh, Central Time. 9.30 Central Time. Did they cut her feed? Did they cut her feed? Well, guys, well, I'll leave her on. I'll leave her on the screen. <laughs> and so we figured out, I think they cut her feed. Let me see if I can't uh, check something else out here real quick and see what is going on. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for hanging out and uh, being with us today. Uh, while we uh, watched the Carrie Lake election integrity rally in Glendale and Arizona. Uh, but I am going to see if I can't figure out real quick if the feed is going somewhere off still, because uh, this was a uh, RSBN out of rumble. And uh, I'm sure they're uh, running their programs, their shows, their broadcasts, whatever you want to call them. Uh, I know I have, a, I have a hard time saying, uh, programs as well hmm okay okay it might have cut the feed this was basically the end they ran about 30 minutes over they gave him a six minute grace uh let's see here wasn't that fun guys was that not fun i'm glad we got to share that moment together ladies and gentlemen yeah looks like they're trying to figure themselves out nah the feeds, uh, the feed, look at, the feed is dying. Watch. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. Do, do. Check it out, check it out. Check it out now. Look, watch. Uh, they killed the feed. Well, guys, at least we got to see Everything we got to see, I'm pretty sure it was done. I'm pretty sure they were done with it, guys. All right. That was amazing, guys. That was amazing. And uh, I'm glad we got to share that again, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you all for tuning in. Thanks for uh, thanks for hanging out with us on a Wednesday night sandwich day is what they would call us. And uh, on this day, we are a day of sandwiches here. Uh, it's because between uh, between Tuesday and Thursday lays a day so tasty. It is called Sandwich Day. 
I actually wanted to play uh, one more video before we go. Mic check, one, two, three. Uh, because after all, this is uh, this was a Carrie Lake event, and um, <laughs> I've heard about this one, but I've never seen it. Okay, <laughs> so I thought I would wrap up the night with this tonight, and. Uh, Again, thank you all for being in the audience with us today, hanging out, chilling with us. It's been fun as always, guys. You guys always, always perk me up. I can tell you that for sure. I, I was feeling... Uh... Oh, DJ Ping is over at Twitch. You just subscribed, DJ Ping? <laughs> what? <laughs> Glad to see you too. Glad you're hanging out tonight too, Mr. Ping. You stay dry and you stay warm up in your neck of the woods. And don't forget, when you're able to actually start doing that campaign good stuff, let me know. Because DJ Ping or Ping254, whom you might have seen over in the chat with us this after this a uh, few minutes ago, guys, at the Foxhole and at uh, Pill.net is running for office in Texas. Uh, we'll get more into that for sure, guys. Ah, oh, that reminds me. Before we get into this last Carrie Lake video, guys, stop me if you've seen this before. But uh, before we get into this last Carrie Lake video, uh, I'll be saying it by word of November 15th. Let the campaigns begin. Oh, my God. T minus 12 days, 11 and a half if you're uh, 11 and a quarter. If you're counting the hours, right? Maybe 11 and uh, I don't know, an eighth. Ah. All right, Mr. Ping. Sounds good. We should have a we should have a we should have a campaign kickoff introduction and interview, and then uh, we can do uh, steady updates throughout. Sounds good, guys. And then and at that time, we will let everyone know where you're running, who you're running for, and uh, you know your favorite pair of boots. How about that, sir? Think that'll work? Uh, so yeah. So look forward to that. We'll have. Um, Ping254, otherwise known as Mr. Ping. Uh, as a guest on here, we'll probably run you on Lone Star News and uh, we'll run you on the Sea Report. How's that sound, Mr. Ping? We'll keep you out of the dark, okay? Because people tend to get in trouble in the dark. <laughs> but we can get you a good professional. I mean, I'll be professional. <laughs> you can be however you want, but in the dark, I don't guarantee I'll be professional. But... Uh... <laughs> But on Lone Star News and on the Sea Report, we'll get you a nice professional uh, interview. I will text you later, sir, for show. So you now you guys know that that's something that's coming up. You guys have heard the uh, you guys have heard the casual stylings of conversation from one ping two five four. If you've been hanging out here with us at Mister C TV and the Mister C Channel, uh, another interview to look forward to coming uh, coming up, guys, from this man. Okay, this man. This booklet of information. Oh, you can't barely see it. There we go. It's, it's getting lost in the uh, getting lost in the chroma key. All right. Urgent. Wake up, America. Everett Triplet, guys. You might want to look him up. He'll be coming up this week. Uh, I'll probably uh, I'll probably confirm this interview. I'm thinking we're gonna do it on Sunday, Saturday or Sunday, but I'm thinking Sunday is gonna be the day. Now, if any of you all out there are interested, okay, if any of you all, all are out there are interested in um, applications and uh, also um, 
inspirations that come from the Word of God, the Bible, uh, in regards to what we're seeing today, I've never heard anyone say it like this man, okay? I have never heard anyone, and you guys know I've listened to, sat in, and been a part of panels where we talk about God and we talk about uh, prophets who are named after citrus fruit, and uh, this man is going to hand it to you guys. And you can also actually get a copy of this book for free, okay? Uh, but I'm sure we'll get into this. He will be in Texas in a few weeks as well. So maybe I'll get to catch up with him a second or third time. I met him in Las Vegas, guys. Got chills talking to this man. This guy, when he was talking to me, he had my, he had my gears going in my head. He had me thinking all these things I'd never thought before. And I just start, I just started to see things I had never seen before. And then I look at the headlines and I'm like, dang, this ladies and gentlemen, this is going to be a really interesting conversation. Uh, so I got some stuff planned for that. Everett Triplett is the name of the man. Uh, this man gives this booklet away for free. Now, someone might say, well, why would someone give away uh, yeah, their work for free? You should have seen his Bible, guys. <laughs> I mean, you know that there's those people who neurotically mark up the scriptures, but uh, everything landed. So I'm very interested uh, in hearing what he has to say, uh, expanding on some of the ideas and stories and beliefs and uh, things that he shared, the wisdoms, I should say, that he shared with me when I saw him in person. Um, and also, I think for you all out there who are interested, <laughs> I think for you all out there who are interested, um, it's going to be a rather eye-opening or soul lifting conversation. So look for that on Saturday or Sunday, Saturday or Sunday. I was floored when I talked, spoke with this man. I was absolutely floored when I spoke with this man and uh, the way that all of this is tied together, the way that everything that we are seeing right now tied to scriptures with deep research very, very interested uh, and very interesting conversation. Mm -hmm. uh, yes, guys. All right. So let's get into this. <laughs> uh, two Rivers Grapefruit. Uh, I was thinking more like Clementine. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm not a fan. I don't know. My, my, my spidey senses go crazy when I see that guy with his crazy Bon Jovi hair. And doesn't he wear a cape or something like that? Anyways, I just, it drives me crazy. You have a good night, Mr. Ping. Thanks for hanging out again. All right, guys, we're going to go ahead and play this last interview with Carrie Lake. Since this was a Carrie Lake event and uh, she was honoring the um, volunteers of the Arizona Forensic Audit on the anniversary, the memorial whatever you want to call it, of um, November 3, where we, we officially saw, beyond a shadow of a doubt, the fraud, theft, and treason that these ne'er-do-wellers would go through. Very interesting, guys. We're going to play this last one for her. 
During my three-year dig, went through 1.5 Bibles. Second had rebounded. Dude, WC Cranop, I hope you're there. I hope you are there. <laughs> when we talk with Everett Triplett, um, you know, and, and then we can, me and you can compare notes later on, you know, because, you know, guys, like, uh, anyways, let's not let it, we'll, we'll save that for the weekend. Uh, but maybe we can even do open lines for anyone that would like to speak with Mr. Triplett. Um, I'm sure he wouldn't. I'll, I'll, I'll ask him. I'll ask him. But this is going to be like an interview, interview, guys. And hopefully we'll have a few more. I was busy today working on that today. So hopefully in the next couple of weeks, we'll see a few more familiar faces here at the C-Report and Mr. CTV. All right, guys, the night's been long. Let's play this interview. We'll call it a wrap. And uh, it's been an absolute pleasure being with you guys tonight. Sans the suit and tie. <laughs> Here we go, guys. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. And you can hear me, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you for taking time out to do this, right? Sure. Um, so before we get started about this, we're, we're going to talk about the political campaign contributions in the past and then how this is, how you've changed. I do want to get some, this uh, double checks and facts here. Um, I've got you contributing 500 bucks to John Kerry in 2004. Does that sound right? Yeah. And then I've got you contributing $350 to Barack Obama. No, I don't think I did that. Um, there's a Kay Halperin. Occupation Zen video. That's your oh, husband. Oh, my stuff. husband. That's Kay Halpern. Okay. Is that? Is that okay. It was a J Halpern, but. So you think this is an error? You I think it is. I, I, my husband did that. Well, I saw other contributions for your husband. Not, okay. not that I'm reporting on that, but like they okay. were all J Halpern. I believe his name okay. is Chad. But Kay Halpern. But, so that's not you. That's what you're saying. Or is that you? That's my husband. Kay Halpern is your husband. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, and then. Okay, no, uh, my husband's Jay Halpern, but that must have been yeah. a, a, an error. Zen video. Zen video. That's my husband. Yeah. Yeah. And well, you also on, on the uh, John Kerry contribution, you had your occupation in video production. Zen video is a video production company. Okay. So I'm just like trying to clear that up, like, you know, whether that was you that gave that, was it somebody else with a K helper? And if you want to, if you want to ask me a question, go for it. Well, I'm just, yeah, I was just trying to clarify to get the facts straight because okay. that's what, you know, obviously that's what we do and that you did not give money to Barack Obama. My husband did. So I guess you could say the family, our family's money went there. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, I mean, what are you getting at? Are you getting at that you can't be a conservative if you have donated money or ever? What? What do you? What's your point? I, 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 what, what's your point? I, 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 my only point right now is to try to get the facts straight. Whether you donated to Barack Obama or was it some other KL? That was it. I'm not trying to make anything out of this right now. Well, what I what I see is happening here is I'm running for governor, and rather than doing a story of hey, a, a person who has worked in our industry, had an illustrious career, and is running for governor because she cares about the state, you're you're going to do kind of a hit piece or try to be a derogatory, which is so typical of where the media goes. If there's a story with a conservative in it, it always has a negative slant, and people are onto it, Dennis. 
they're on to it. You know, you guys do that. I, I, it's just a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a data point, whether you give that's John fine. Care, that's Obama, fine. or that's it, fine. I'm just trying to clarify what the facts are. No, that's, that's fine. I'm not, I'm not trying to make anything. I'm not saying that. that, that we never donated to a Democrat. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have. Mm-hmm. What's the, pro- what's, what's the find, problem? I was just with trying that. to find out who you, who you donated to. Was it Barack Obama? And you're saying no, that Kay Halpern was actually Jeff Halpern. So. Okay. Yes. My husband made the donation who he happens to be sitting right here. Okay. Okay. Well, um, I just want to know, you know, want to know how you go from, you know, donating to Democrats to running for the governor, you know, running for as a Republican candidate for governor. So you could never be a Democrat in your life and then become a Republican. If people haven't opened their eyes in the last year, I don't know how, Somebody wouldn't open their eyes, especially in the last year, and become a conservative after what we've been through. So, you know, I, I grew up conservative. I had a short area where I was a mother. I had a one-year-old baby. I had a baby on the way. I wasn't for endless wars. We were a few years into Afghanistan, and it was looking like we weren't going to get out. And you know what? I was right. We were there for 20 years. Donald Trump is the one who tried to get us out of there. And it looks like we're going to slow roll back into it under Joe Biden. I'm a staunch, I am probably the most conservative person in this race right now. And look at Ronald Reagan. He was a former Democrat. What's the problem with it? But I think it's really funny, Dennis, that every single story, and I worked in media a long time. I look back at your, at your career as well. When do you ever do a story on a conservative that's not a hit piece or isn't full of innuendo and nastiness toward conservatives? People are onto it. They're so sick of it. And they're peeling off in the media. We just had another one peel off yesterday. It's unethical. It's slanted. And I don't even know, do you guys have any viewers left? Um, Because you've pushed people away and they're onto it and they're sick of it. So, uh, you know, follow up question on the contributions. Um, you don't want you don't want to talk about that, huh? Now, why uh, why would you have to do a piece where it's negative? I can't wait to see the headline on this one. Hmm. Why why wouldn't you do a piece? Hey, somebody's running for governor. Somebody is sacrificing and saying, you know what? I care about this state, and I'm going to run for governor. Well, it seems like you've come into this this interview with preconception, like I'm coming after you. Just no, wonder. I've come in. I've come in, come into it with 30 years of background in media, and the last five years, people have been on a mission to destroy Donald Trump, and the last 15 years, they've been on a mission, at least 15, to destroy conservatives. You wouldn't so, do this with a liberal. You wouldn't do this with a liberal. What makes you say that? Your reporting and the past reporting. Yeah, in my past, I've got a record of being very fair and balanced and okay. asking. I just think it's really interesting. I just think it's really interesting that the crux of this interview is about I, I, is about wow, she's donated in the past, or she might have had voted Democrat before. Who gives a crap? Who well, cares? I mean, the donations. Did you disclose them to your viewers? Should you have disclosed them to your viewers? If they wanted to, it's public record. It's public but it's record. Under your, it's under Halpert, and your occupation is NVIDIA. 
How would they know that's you? It's it's under the public record. And I know other people have found it. Other people in the media have asked me about it. So I don't think it's hard to find. So what changed? Like what what, what, what changed? The, the have you not yeah, seen Dennis, have you not seen the direction this country's going? Have you not seen what the Democrats are doing? They're for defunding the police. They're for this ridiculous curriculum that is destroying the minds of our children. They're for shutting down businesses, locking us up in our homes, making us wear masks, forcing vaccines on us. They're for abortion all the way up and past birth. Seriously, if, if somebody is still a Democrat, the Democrat party has changed. Okay. Um, and the media so we, has lost their minds. The media has lost their minds. I know you can't see it because you're stuck in it right now. And a lot of insecure people don't want to stand up and say, hey, what we're doing is biased. But just look back at all the reporting. How often do you cover a conservative? And how often do you cover them fairly, open-minded, without going, well, we have to have a little few negative, snarky remarks about the Republicans? Okay. Um, it's a time so, for self-reflection for everybody in the media. Okay. Okay. Um, was there, I see on your website, you recently put on that, you know, like you've been pro, uh, you, you're, you're anti-abortion your, your whole life. Uh, was there any problem with, you know, you, your family giving to pro-choice candidates? That's a legitimate political question. I am pro-life, period. But... But, you know, Barack Obama, the family, give to them the... Uh, let, let me just put it this way. My entire family is conservative. Mm -hmm. Everyone in my family has come around. My children mm -hmm. are conservative. My husband is a staunch conservative. And period. End of story. So and are you trying to elude that I'm not... Actually, how much time do we have? One minute. You got one minute. Anything. So make it good. Make it good. You got one minute, Dennis. Come on. <laughs> this has been a very enjoyable interview, Carrie. Um, well, I know, I know, you know what? I know where it's coming from. I knew I was going to sit my butt down here and give you an interview, and I knew it was for a hit piece. This isn't a piece about, hey, somebody wants to run for governor, help this state, prevent us from sliding into California and becoming a completely gone state. And and I, I knew where it was going to go, Dennis. I hate to say that, but I've seen the direction okay. the media has gone in this town. What kind of questions do you expect? Why are you running? Maybe something like that. Well, you know you what, Dennis? I gave, you, I gave you five minutes, and we're 10 minutes in. Okay. I want to thank you for your time, and I really hope you'll do some soul-searching because I think the media has completely lost their way. And I don't even know if you guys have viewers anymore because they're onto it, and they're turning it off. It's pretty sad. Thank you very much, Carrie. I hope you have a good day. And good luck you, on your campaign. Thank you. Sorry, guys, I was just responding in the chat. We're going to go ahead and play this one next. This is actually uh, her campaign We're video. We're sports fans. Hey, we ain't going to keep, we ain't going to be advertising for you people. Hey, you have no permission. Okay, <laughs> sorry, guys. Uh, we're going to play this one last video. This next video we played back at the end of May when we endorsed Carrie Lake here at the Sea Report, guys. You can go check it out. It's probably in the replays. Uh, but why not? It's her campaign. It's her. It was her first campaign video. And uh, Two Rivers, boy, get some faith, sir. Don't be so cynical. <laughs>
don't be so cynical. Oh, wait, this is not it. What is going on here? What is going on here? Okay, hold on. Let me get that. Let me get that. All, all I can say to Rivers is she's stepping up to the plate. You know what I mean? And uh, if she ends up being a snake in the grass like Bush, I, I wouldn't compare her to Bush. I think that's 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 actually pretty uh that's pretty <laughs> that's pretty mean uh but uh you know we if anything the americans have learned here uh in the last 5 years and specifically so in the last what 6 to 6 months to a year and a half is about standing up doing something holding people accountable you know what I mean? Like, so I would say if Carrie Lake ends up being a snake in the bush, uh, well, may we hold her accountable. And if we don't, then that's on us. Okay. But for the meantime, who else are you going to, who else would you vote for in Arizona? Two rivers. Who else would you vote for? Katie Hobbs. She's running for governor. We know she's a snake that makes her easier to get out. I guess. But uh, why the hell would we do that? Right. <laughs> Anyways, guys, it is our job to absolutely vet these people and hold them accountable. Okay, that's all I got to say about it. So you know what? I mean, if you don't want to vote for them, you don't want to support them, don't. Uh, if you want to, uh, if you want to spread talking points about them that have no sauce or merit, do it somewhere else. That's all I could say because, like, you know, like unless you're like like this guy coming out with these uh, Obama family, yeah, I get it, I get it. And um, you know, I, I I really couldn't. I never voted for a Democrat, but uh, you know, if, if there were someone who was not a conservative, not necessarily a Democrat, but not a conservative or whatever, but was still a constitutionalist. Uh, still had the same values I did, I would absolutely support them, even if they were outside of my party lines. We're not about party politics here. So anyways, I just it's, it sounds slimy, Two Rivers. That's the only reason why I'm reacting like this, because it just sounds slimy. And uh, if you know for a fact that Carrie Lake has done something other than her family donated to Barack Obama and to John Kerry... Um, then, then by all means, like, you know, I have an open mind. You share a lot of information with me and I appreciate you more than you may, uh, you may know, sir. I appreciate you very much. Uh, but, uh, come on guy, come on. I already got enough negativity in my life. <laughs> so anyways, okay. Let's play Carrie Lake is running for Arizona governor. And then we will bid you all adieu. Drunk Pinata, good to see you in the chat, buddy. Thanks for uh, popping in. Thanks for popping in and uh, glad to have you along for the ride, sir. All right, here we go, guys. Got serious about solving them. Our small businesses are still struggling to recover after being locked down. Schools are pretending online learning is the same as having our kids in the classroom. Our homeless population is growing. Opioids and new high-powered synthetic drugs are everywhere. The border's out of control and our police are under attack. And the media just keeps pushing fear and division. Arizonans need leaders they can trust. We need leaders with integrity and a vision and our politicians have failed us. The time has come to put Arizona first. 
Arizona first for our kids in K-12 education with a curriculum that makes sense. First for families so they can thrive in safe and secure neighborhoods. First for people who want to own small businesses. And first in helping bring back those businesses shuttered during the government-forced shutdowns. Arizona first means opportunity for all. That's why I'm running for governor. I've earned the trust of Arizonans across our state by bringing the real story into your living room night after night. For 27 years, I've covered the people of Arizona and the politicians who've done more for themselves and their donors than us. Arizonans deserve better. As governor, I'll bring truth, courage, and integrity back to the state capitol. I'm Carrie Lake, and I approve this message. That was such a basic and cringy commercial, guys. <laughs> and you know, the only reason why I played it in the first place was in honor of Carrie Lake here at the Foxhole.app and Pill. I was like, hey, I know Carrie Lake. She's not running for governor and she spells her name differently, but that's Carrie Lake. Anyways, I like something about her. Uh, the the other argument is that she's coming from, you know, the MSM. So clearly she has two faces or she has other intentions. I don't care. I think she's kind of proven herself so far. But you know what? The truth will be told when she is governor, guys. And then it will be up to the people of Arizona to hold her accountable. So, guys, if she's a snake in the grass, you got a lot. You got a lot of work ahead of you. Okay, guys, it's been a great night. Thanks for hanging out. Um, my love to all of you guys, even if I get a little bit uh, fifth grade teacher-y. <laughs> I apologize. I apologize. You know, uh, but uh, who's that? One, two, three, SKG, or was it you? It be me, Ange, that said that. Uh, uh, even Donald Trump, President Trump, donated for both sides. He was a Democrat for like how long? Guys, I swear to you, I swear to you that uh, I swear to you, I thought President Trump was a ringer for the Clintons when this first started. Like, I swear to you, when he first, he wasn't my dog in the race. I thought he was going to, I thought he was going to throw the race for Hillary Clinton. I was so against that man. And look at me now. Uh, real quick, one, two, three, uh, not one, two, three. I apologize. One, two, three. Uh, Obama had already won. So we, uh, we said, give him a chance going in first season when we saw he was, Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I never voted for Obama. I knew he was, I knew he was bad news right from the beginning, but that might've just been my discernment, uh, my C sense, my spidey sense, however you want to call it. Yeah. I, I knew Obama was bad business from the jump, but I mean, a lot of us did. So I'm not, I'm not saying I'm anything special. And then, and then one last, cause two rivers. I know, I know. I just went hard, buddy. Don't worry. I still love you. Uh, he says, I don't know her. I was only asking was she or wasn't she? for the NWO. Uh, I don't know. Go back and watch some Carrie Lake and uh, see what your gut says. Don't take my word for it, okay? Don't take my word for it. I follow my gut and I follow my gut. <laughs> and my gut says go with her. But of course, I don't have a dog in the race in Arizona. I don't live in Arizona. I'm over here in the bamboozled, fucked up state of Texas, okay? <laughs> Where we have rhinos that uh, farm so deep, we have been totally bamboozled for years, decades in Texas. Like, uh, Texas, I ain't so proud of her anymore, guys. You're not going to hear me singing the sweet songs of Texas any <laughs> anymore until we get that fixed. Okay, guys.
It's been an absolute pleasure. I think I released the scratch-in for you guys over at the Poxhole app and at Pill.net. If you're hanging out over at Twitch, Clout Hub, Trovo, DLive, or Twitch, right? Yeah. Uh, thanks for joining us tonight. Uh, till next time, guys. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll, we'll get back on the regular C report. And uh, yeah, you guys have a great night. Thanks for hanging out. Uh, as always, be safe, be blessed, and God bless America. We'll see you tomorrow.